You are now listening to the Inner Circle Podcast Network. We are coming to you live from Hollywood Boulevard, California. <laughs> recorded, pre-recorded, actually, um, in an arcade, kind of like Chuck E. Cheese, but it's not Chuck E. Cheese. Willy Wonderland, where I myself don't have a single fucking line in it, <laughs> but I beat up a shit ton of animatronics. It is family home. I'm your host, Nick Cage. With Nick Cage. With Nick Cage. <laughs> um, now, I'm really Mikey T, but joining me today for this Nick Cage special, you're just going to be, I wish we had a Nick Cage candle. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, that would, I should have got, see, that's where I fucked up. It would, it would go really nice with the Gary Busey, the Steve Buscemi. I know. The we're gonna, Keanu we're Reeves. Gonna, we're going to do tears for all of them, so don't, <laughs> Keanu Reeves actually is probably going to be on par with You got to find something else to burn for Nick Cage. Ah, uh, yeah, that's you, okay. Just, I will uh, say if we if we ever do one of these again, <laughs> like how Bill's looking the around the room, being like, "What can I burn in this yeah. room?" Yeah, I know. If, if we <laughs> this ever is do, for Nick Cage. If we ever do one of these again, I'm gonna get a new candle and make sure it's it. We're gonna burn through the fucking candle, but anyways. Oh yeah, Nick Cage. We are tearing Nick Cage. This may very well be a three parter, but this is the first part. Um, so uh, we're gonna do it all. Joining me today, we have G Money in the house. G Money. G Money. Uh, we got um, Billiam. Yeah. Billiam. And anything else? Just Billiam, right? Yeah, Billiam. We the did it. Billiam. Billiam. Near. That's fine. Um, and then we got Maddie Burns here also. What's up, guys? Returning for the second time. Is this your second yeah, time? Yeah, it's my second time. Second time oh, on the show. Yeah, Welcome. Um, and I Thank believe you. this is episode 160, if I'm not what mistaken. The fuck. Wow. I just got a four-year notification uh, on Facebook. <laughs> a cease and desist. Oh, you posted yeah. that. I saw I that. Stop. I it. <laughs> Stop making yeah, these. Stop making these. <laughs> I got a four-year memory notification that from episode four. Of us, and, and it's a picture of us doing it where this table had z- like two stickers on it. We shot it on the other side of this wall where there was like no sound barriers or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, just before we get into it, just a pat on our backs and how far we came. I know you only jumped on an episode like 130 or something, but <laughs> <laughs> okay, just rub it in my face a little bit. Yeah, um, I this, Bill was on that's our fault. One. We yeah. we <laughs> we started early. I'm I'm spiking up there. No, you're not. I mean, it's <laughs> in the red. I can turn, here, I'll turn your gain down a little bit more. Would you scream into the microphone like that? Technical foul. Um, um, but yeah, I saw that picture. I, I almost didn't recognize Bill. Yeah, because oh, well, really well, he had short hair. hair. Really short I kept hair. my hair really short like my whole life until like a couple years ago. Yeah, well, no. you got this. You got this great like. Uh, it, it looks less 16th century. Prince. I can hide so much shit in here. <laughs> It does. I got like <laughs> knives and like drugs and stuff. <laughs> 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 Sorry, oh, I was trying to give you acid. <laughs> Other side. Other that was the, that was the wrong part of my hair. I look in the mirror once and I forget which side stuff's on. So, we're doing Nick Cage, and like I said, this might be a three-parter, just for the sole fact that um, Nick Cage has 127 films. Um, like we said, that I, yeah. Grant and I were talking earlier, not all of those are leading roles, and we're going to stick to the leading roles. But leading roles, I did take a count, mm-hmm. and it's at least 100. Mm. It's a bit, like really? 101 of those are leading roles. Mikey, how many movies did you watch in preparation for oh, this? Yeah. Oh, yeah, so I have it here. Um, 25% of the 127 films... Um, 33 out of 127. Grant, how many movies did you watch? Uh, I'm pulling it up right now. I think it I was, was 46. I think this is. I think we just actually polished off 46. 
Uh, I yeah, am, we watched yeah, one together. I've watched 36% of all Nicolas Cage movies in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and then um, Maddie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I guess if we count the final five minutes of what was it? Score, <laughs> score, score to, to settle. settle <laughs> which I'm definitely going to count that. Because yeah, I, yeah, I think you should. Yeah, you don't need, he's, like, I, he's like, I saw the ending. You don't need to see nah. that. It felt like it kind of uh, summed everything up pretty nicely. Uh, so 26. Wow. You yeah. still... All right, I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> all right, so what you so we, we have been pretty religiously for the past couple weeks just watching Nick Cage movies. All right, so yesterday it helps when we aren't working either. So yesterday I watched, I watched two movies. The second movie it was more of a Sean Penn movie, and supporting was Nick Cage. And then I just watched this one. The score to settle. Score to settle. So I'm I'm at three. You're at three. <laughs> Sorry, I did see the end of that 9/11 movie. It's oh just, yeah, it's his, hard. Yeah, I'm, yeah, the I'm end a, of the 9/11 movie. <laughs> it's hard. To, you've seen you've seen a lot of these though. These are the ones I've you've seen, just seen. Okay, recently. So you can you can attest to. I've even um, done so many psychedelics that I've been in other timelines where they completed that Nick Cage Superman, and I've seen it, and it's really good. <laughs> so I'll talk about that later. So on this, I'm gonna spoiler. Yeah. So <laughs> so I've been so busy watching good. Nick Cage movies that I actually haven't like made my own custom list. So. Uh, any if there's ones that aren't here that we come up with, I, I'm gonna kind of go through, and I think uh, I'm gonna like kind of stick to ones that we've kind of all seen to start because since I think this might be a three part parter, I want to knock out the ones that yeah, we've harder. all that we can all say something on, and that way it will give us more time if we do another part sure. in a couple weeks to be able then to. Then I'll start rack I'll a couple try to more. Get some of those other weird right, right, right. And so maybe we should just start off with a score to settle since we just Let's watched. Start it. off with the movie I watched. Oh yeah, yeah. We <laughs> could start with score yeah, to settle. And I used because uh, since what you told me is Letterbox, I didn't even know that was a thing. But since you told me about it, I just started using that because they have a scoring system and you can put your reviews and make the list out of it. And it's kind of beautiful. And then, I mean, obviously we have some different in opinion, which I have found out just by oh, yeah. shooting the shit in a lot of it. So Skippel text. we're, we're, we're going to have to all agree where it falls. Um, another thing with this is each of us for this episode, it will change. You each get, you get one each episode in each part. So okay. you right. get an executive decision. One where you're just like, nope. I already know. I, <laughs> I know the movie. He's like, I know. I'm so sorry, guys. He's like, yeah. So I, I, but it earns it. I, this is going there. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. We're we're moving this here, and that's okay. and that's right. it. Right. You get one move. You can't move, and it can't be moved after it's placed. So that's it, and that's it, think carefully because it's the one that people may bitch on the internet about the most. Okay, I think we're good. I think we can. Well, let's let's start with what we were saying. We were going to start with sure. first, which is uh, score to settle. Score to settle. Um, so um, I guess I'll go through. Hold on, I got to find out where it is first. Yeah. Oh, right there. There it is. Audience, score to do you like sit around for this? So it's going to be. <laughs> do you like, I, I, you I'm like not. To listen this is not us? where I'm placing it. It's just I know it's in between these two, so I'm just going to place it here now. So um, a score Michael Trudell is wrestling in Shiver's face. Did you take notes while we were watching? Because we were talking a little bit through it. I took some notes. I, I remember it. Okay, so I'll, I'll just go through with what I have, and this is going to be the most rough because I was also talking with these guys while going through it while trying to. All do right, it. let's hear your so notes. So it's, it's going to be all over the place. Um, <laughs> Starts with a younger Nick Cage in a torture scene where they're trying to get info out of a guy with a baseball bat. Um, 
It's a great young Nick Cage actor. I don't know who they cast for young Nick Cage, but he tricked me at first because I, I was like, oh, this must be an old movie because that looks like a young Nick Cage until he came into camera view. He did look like a good young Nick Cage, though. A little bit. Young Nick Cage has got those fucked up teeth. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, his uncle ends up killing that dude um, with a baseball bat. And then we jump to modern day where Nick is in jail and he's getting out and he's an old man. But it's apparently it's only 19 years later. He just he ages a lot in jail. <laughs> the age is a little wild in this. Like you see some guys and they goes after him like later in the future, and you're like, Does, is that why is this guy so old now? And right. He's like, how, how old was he supposed to be when he was a kid? He looks. It's like a, it's a, he looked US. like he's 20. Yeah. But apparently he had a son. Um, he's met by his son. Um, it's also the middle of the night, and they're Every, walking for some reason. Everyone in the movie is. <laughs> This age, give or take 20 years, right. don't even think about it. Yeah. Just watch the fucking movie, okay? Yeah, there's no car. He just gets out of prison. His son meets him. He and they're like, walking. let's walk home in the middle <laughs> of the night. Um, there's some underlying resentment there for his dad, of course. Uh, he goes back to his old place, digs up a trunk in the backyard, and finds the murder bat and a lot of cash in a trunk. Uh he goes uh, to a trailer park in the middle of the night after his son went to bed. There's a gang-looking group of people there. He goes there and he says, I'm looking for Sleepy. Um, he, <laughs> the guy was like, oh, you'll know about Sleepy, and pulls out like a gun. He goes, that ain't a good gun. That's a 22, 3, whatever. Yeah. That's a horrible weight, yada, yada, yada. And then he goes in, finds Sleepy's kid, because Sleepy's dead, finds his daughter, and she sells him a gun, which is an Uzi with a silencer and a Beretta. Yeah, I think we all thought the Uzi with the silencer was goofy as shit. Cliche <laughs> and ridiculous at best. It's like here's a gun with like a crazy fire rate and like bonkers accuracy. Let me put a silencer on it and yeah. I don't know, see what happens. And then they're shooting they're like shooting it like single fire, like what you would with a pistol. Yeah. So his main goal is to find the two accomplices that were responsible for killing the person that he went to jail for to spend time for. Apparently, he was paid a huge sum of money to go and spend the time in jail to do it as long as his son is watched out for. Um, but they didn't pull up to their end of the bargain, which you don't find out till later. <laughs> you ever find any of these movies to just be unnecessarily convoluted with just Nick Cage just slapped it's, into the middle of it. It's kind of that. that. Yeah, yeah. Kinda, that's, just going to let I it thought, go yeah. because Nick Cage is already off the rails. So it doesn't matter how <laughs> Pretty much. fucking crazy they make the storyline. Yeah. This is all in, like that for about half yeah, of the movies that I it's watched. It. <laughs> this is all in secret to him, though. So he takes his car, his son out and buys him cell phones, cars, watches, and then he fucks a hooker in a hotel and uh, falls in love with her if, like the Cage does. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes into an Asian massage parlor to find Dragon, um, which is one of the guys that's <laughs> responsible for killing his, or, or, we didn't find that part out. This, a very original I should name. say, just as a general for this entire episode, it's spoilers. So when I'm doing this part, feel free to like turn it off as I get to the end because I'm give, I'm spoiling everything. <laughs> Honestly, Mikey, I gotta say, you're spending way too much time talking about this garbage movie. <laughs> well, no, it's important. It, it is. Um, he I, kills these guys. How about this? <laughs> he finds the dudes, kills them. Kills we them. find out his son is dead. His yes. It was a ghost the whole, the whole movie. Yes. Yeah, It's been dead the whole it's, movie. This movie was wow. full of things that, like, I get what you're trying to do, but other films did it a billion times many years before you, and they did it way, way better. better. Yes. So you were yeah. just like, I saw a movie, and it did this cool thing, so I'm going to do the same thing. It's, and it's, it's like, f- I, I'm not really doing it as good because I don't know how, but I, I'm going to just do I got to say the most important part of the whole story is he 
Dragon comes up yes. and he shoots him in the <laughs> dick, but before he does that, he goes, they ain't going to call you Dragon anymore. Then he shoots him in the dick. <laughs> yeah. yep. But then he shoots him in the head, so they're not going to call him anything. He's dead. Yeah. He's dead. Nobody's yeah. even going to know that his dick was shot off because they're going to go to his funeral and not check on right. his dick. Honestly, that was the highlight of the whole movie. Mm-hmm. I'm upset I missed it. Oh, that, yeah. I mean, that's all you really need to he, see. He dies in a line of fire out on the front steps. It's it's pretty grand and red. So cop, I, cop suicide. So I rated this movie. It's score to settle, by the way. I rated it um, a star and a half. So right. it's it's borderline on unwatchable and not great. If it's in the not great category, I would just put it towards the end. So I feel like it was watchable. It just... I mean... If you sit in front of a TV, anything is watchable. <laughs> I I watched the Pain Olympics, you know. Yeah. Like I, you can you can watch anything. I gave it one star. I said slow and dull. I thought okay. I didn't want the to spend too Olympics much time. Or the movie. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Score no the uh. the knife in they used in the Pain Olympics looked very sharp. Okay, Bill. <laughs> Two out of five. Well, I guess out of stars, where would you put it then? Where would you? I, I, I think. I think. The, I think the end of C. You say at the. You say at the beginning of unwatchable. Yeah, I think it's unwatchable. It's it's so boring. Okay, Bill. Uh, I'm gonna say it's it's C. It's not great, but right. I don't think it's unwatchable. Uh, if you're a fucking idiot, you could definitely enjoy this movie a lot. Because there's a lot. I think so too. If you look at society, I'm, I want to say like maybe seventy yeah. percent of all humans are just the. Like, I think it had a two point three on Letterbox. There's also out of five. There's also very young people who good? haven't seen no, all it's the not movies good, but it's better that than one. did these things. <laughs> That's better. true. Yeah. So if a naive person has only seen like three movies and then they watch that, they're gonna be like, "Wow, there's so much like cool shit in here." Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's been done a thousand times. Maddie, out of the yeah. five minutes you saw of the movie, um. I would put it more like in the A range <laughs> because I, I really liked his death at the end. I, I felt mean, like it was glorious. It was, it was and at the end, he he, uh, he he repented his sins. All right, we're putting it in C for now. Uh, if anybody has, <laughs> All right. yeah, not great. If anybody has any grievances, go ahead and feel free. Um, go ahead, Grant. What did you want to do next? Um. Well, I mean. I guess I'll start with the bottom of my list. So I did start off accidentally. We have to make sure it's something that we've all seen, though. So I want to make sure we, we've covered it before we get deep into it. So, so I accidentally started off with um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which I don't think counts. No, no. He's that's got, an honorable like, mention. I count it. It's an honorable really? mention. I, I, he's, I, not, he's not the he's primary the, character. Yeah, he's got like 10 lines in it. Tops. Then can we count him in Kick-Ass? I have that as the honorable mention, Because too. when I was watching Kick-Ass, he's not in it as much as I thought I know, but he's fantastic in it. But he's fantastic in it. He so. is really good in it. His, the scene where he's dying, I love it. When he's, like, screaming out to hit girl. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. I, I Kick-Ass so would much. definitely go in A, so I'm just going to throw Kick-Ass there right now. Um, right. If we've all seen it, if anybody has any no, grievances it's, it's, about it's that, a, it's a good movie. Yeah, yeah like Big Daddy is that his name in it? Big yeah, Big Daddy. Yeah. The yeah, one I, the my, which is an Adam Sandler movie, so that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> and then I could put into the Spider Verse. I would say it's probably going to be A also. Um, I put A. But I, I rated it five stars because I think yeah, it's a fantastic movie. Yeah, no I notes. Think I put it. I think I put it up there as well, just like up at the top. So I'll put it in. Yeah, it's S, just honorable mention right now. A, a you put an S tier. Yeah, yeah. A okay. Plus, plus but when I put the first Nicolas Cage movie starring role that I started yeah, yeah, yeah. off with yep. was Drive Angry. Yep. I have it on my list. 
A plus plus. You saw it. Me. It's on that you. Is, okay, that is my favorite. That's my one of my favorite Bill? Nick Cage movies of all time. It's one of my worst. Uh, <laughs> really? Drive uh, it. Drive it. Say A. You've seen it. Okay, so everybody's right? seen it, yeah. right? <clears throat> Movie wow. starts with a really bad driving scene, then a voiceover that looks bare, borderline animated. Like the whole, the whole. It's him it's driving, it's him out, driving of out of hell. Yeah. And it looks like a you're playing a video game. <laughs> it's like, I was like, what the fuck is this shit? And not even a modern video game, like like PlayStation 2 video game. Yeah. Oh, and this is a description. Yeah, you gotta get through okay. Then immediately cuts away to modern Colorado to a truck uh full of rednecks running from something. Uh, this is where they're met by Nick Cage, who starts blasting off their body parts with a shotgun. <laughs> Pretty so, glorious scene. <laughs> yeah. Remember, this movie was actually presented in 3D. So a lot of those oh. scenes are meant for 3D. Are meant for 3D. That would make a so lot when more those sense. limbs were getting blown off. At the They're blasting the at you. Explosions through the yeah. movie. Everything is intentional. I did not know that. Screen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, angry 3D is what it was. I got you. <laughs> I, I, I wish I saw <laughs> this in theaters. Then. Um, he's looking for a girl. Uh, Nick has bleach blonde ha- long hair. <laughs> And Oakley sunglasses, which I think is important, worth mentioning. Sure. <laughs> um, Amber Heard uh, and Kenny Powers' girlfriends are diner workers. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, um, really uncomfortable scene where Nick Cage goes in and Kenny Powers' girlfriend um, just starts coming on. <laughs> and she goes, if you need a ride, just ask. Oh, and yeah. She, like, She's a diner worker that's trying to bang... Anybody, everybody. <laughs> anybody, everybody, yeah. yeah. She goes, oh, you got kids here? I'll do a four-to-one special. <laughs> yeah, and of course, Amber Heard rides away and her charger breaks down. Um, William Fitchner shows up in a diner in a suit looking for Nick Cage. He is, I think, the best part of the whole fucking he's incredible. Movie. He's great. Incredible. He, and he's just a good actor, so he's yeah. to get like what your... What was he, the accountant? Or... Yeah, 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 he's, he's like accountant. The, he's like the Grim Reaper. Right. He is. He's he's hired by the devil to like bring, bring people back, back. Yeah, bring back Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Uh, Amber Heard finds, finds her boyfriend, a uh, biker dude fucking some chick. And then they get out, and, and he starts slapping baby, her around. <laughs> baby, come on. It's not what it looks like. Dude, tell me that's not perfect. That movie was amazing. <laughs> Everything about it. He came out holding a pillow over his dick like, babe, come on. It wasn't what it looked like. Out, yeah, out, out into the that. front of like the border. It's like they're living in like houses, but they're like mini like cottages that looks like a trailer it's park. A, it's a trailer. Yeah. It's, a tra- it's called a trailer, Mikey. <laughs> it was cottages. They it's were a, like, it's a, step up. it's a step up. It's a step from up from trailer park. Yeah, they were oh, mini. Okay. Yeah, they were little tiny homes. Modular home. Modular. Yeah, exactly. Modular home. Yeah. None of the houses had yeah. wheels. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah <laughs> the the yeah. only difference. Uh, they're on lattice foundation. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's random flashbacks to girls getting killed. Um, the girls in this movie are probably the loosest. In the world, uh, doesn't even make sense to most of it. Nick and Amber keep traveling. The accountant keeps trying to track them down um, with lethal force. Favorite scene so far is Nick Cage fucking a girl, um, which appears to be a hooker, with the quote, Why don't you fuck naked? I never disrobe before a gunfight. A gunfight ensues. Nick kills six cultists while never dismounting the girl or letting go of his bottle of whiskey. Yes. 
Definitely the best part about this whole and mini, the taser. hands down. You can't forget getting tased and then her getting oh, yeah. tased. <laughs> yeah. And then later they cut to the police in this hotel room who are like huddled around the girl who's wrapped in a blanket who's absolutely traumatized. And they're cracking she, jokes. They're cracking jokes. And she is she's yep. having trouble like speaking. So yes. Sounds it's... like cops. <laughs> yes. Perfect writing. A very accurate depiction of cops. Yeah. The occultist have Nick's daughter and is trying to get her uh no, sac- not his daughter it's his granddaughter oh is his granddaughter his daughter was already killed they killed her and cut the baby out or something something like that okay or no she gave birth or something like that she was part of the cult okay his granddaughter well regardless they're trying to sacrifice her under the full moon yes so the cult leader can become a god yes um they find the cult a church cult leader shoots nick in the face apparently a bullet to the face doesn't kill nick cage um this is before i knew that he escaped from hell so spoiler alert! Late spoiler alert! He escaped from hell. <laughs> they, they they say that right away in the beginning. In the first. Oh, do they? The yeah, yeah. As he's well, like I think you're meant to. Mi- I think you're meant to miss it. That though, that right? narration that you said sounded cheesy. I think while you were writing that is probably yeah. I think you're right. He was escaping. <laughs> yeah, um, he comes alive uh, like Kane um, in WWE. Yeah, just kind of. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and then he kills everybody left in the church, chases them away. Got Amber Heard back before they get away. Um, turns out Nick Cage is an undead person. Yeah, so there we go. I figured it out. The tax man is a ghost <laughs> hunter um, sent down from heaven. That was a lie. He's sent up from hell. Yep, um, a tax man. He, uh, it's who he is. He's the okay. tax no, he's man. He's the accountant. The accountant. Yeah, that, that, no, well, that's, that's the same thing. Either the or. No. <laughs> he's in charge of keeping the number. Like, Shows yeah, how much I cared about this movie. If okay. you're dealing with numbers, you're not coming from the good side. Yes. <laughs> uh, numbers, a, currency, it's uh, all made up. The devil's tools. At the end, the, the, the tax man, or <laughs> the accountant, <laughs> um, and Nick agree that all of these satanic people should die anyway. Um, and then there's a big ritual party with a bunch of naked people. And I guess Nick Cage broke out of hell. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, movies way too long. Story sucks. Acting suck. Surprise reveal sucks. Action sucks. Just the movie sucks. <laughs> That's what wow. I got. Yeah. I gave it a two star. <laughs> so you gave it a half a star above me. <laughs> there were there were because there were some things I I thought were kind of cool, but overall I said, um, uh, "Has any of you guys seen Shoot 'Em Up with uh, yeah. Owen, yeah. Owen, uh, or, uh, Owen Clive Owen Yeah, where I, he yeah where it's like an over the top action comedy. He's eating carrots because they help his eyes. Yeah, yeah and then there's right. points where he like he's jabs to help a carrot. Yeah, he's, he's trying, trying to save, save a baby. Um, uh, Paul Giovanni's in it. I, I said, oh, yeah, that's right. She's like a prostitute, right. and like people go there to like suck her milk or whatever. There is a scene that's in that movie, right? Yeah, oh, about he's he's like, but there's the, the scene milk. in the movie where he's having sex with the pro- his prostitute friend, uh-huh. and guys are busting into the room, and he's shooting all those guys while she's holding on to him and continuing to have sex because yeah. it's yeah. It's, you were saying that it's you said self stolen, aw- yeah, yeah, because it's self aware. It came out before <laughs> Drive Angry, so I said yeah. this felt like a poor man's version of Shoot 'Em Up. My biggest complaint is Nicolas Cage didn't drive angry once. Yeah, he didn't drive angry. He looks annoyed. Opening scene, he drove pretty angry. <laughs> right, but driving angry and like he looked annoyed. He you looked annoyed or disinterested most of the time. And then there were a few times where he's like, he's kind of like smiling, like he's cracking jokes. He or there's a lot more yeah. angry driving in like the movie Crank. 
Yes. Yes. Well, because yes. he has yes. to drive angry, otherwise he'll die. Yeah. Yeah. He's all. He's all. So maybe uh, that movie should just be called Drive Angry and Swap. Maybe. It. Yeah. Yeah. yeah swap that, and then okay. the other one could be called Crank. Where would you would you put this in not great or unwatchable? It's definitely watchable. I think it's at I the end say... of and I think the only say I think if that scene where he wasn't didn't have the fucking and I never disrobe before it's that the... line alone makes it watchable. I would say, at least at the top of not great it's better than than fucking uh score okay. to settle you don't don't do it i i would put it like because because personally it's you know <laughs> this is one of my favorite nick cage movies no uh, it's not it really, really it truly is i saw this in the theaters uh and oh in 3d though in 3d mm. uh when it came out i bought the blu-ray uh-huh um, I've seen this movie probably a dozen times. I've shown it to a, a number of people myself. Oh, yeah. There oh, baby. Why does you fuck naked? Oh. I never disrobe before a gunfire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he's got a cigar in his mouth, too. And he's got a cigar. <laughs> and he's wearing sunglasses. Slow motion. Look at the squids, bro. This movie's no, yeah, they definitely overlaid some music over this. Like he, I don't know if they. I think that music was in there. Oh, really? Yeah. Who? Who? What was that effect with the smashing glass or mirror? That's a fake, terrible like CG mirror. But also, <laughs> who is like, all right, I gotta kill a guy. What do we bring? Uh, how about a crowbar, a sledgehammer, and a hatchet? He's known to have a ton of guns. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll a nine be, millimeter we'll would not kick your feet but, out from under. No. But it is the it is the B rated aspect of the movie. I think that's what I really love. It really like it does such a good job of doing that uh, that bullshit, <laughs> stupid ass plot. Everybody yeah. seems like they're in on the joke. To be honest, everybody you know really except for Amber Heard because I just don't. I think she just tries to go all in and everything she's in. I mean, really get behind the character and everything she's in. Maybe it didn't look yeah. like she was behind the joke. Or just, she's just a bad actor in general. Well, yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> I, I mean, but when was that movie made? Oh, 2009, 2007. Uh, I believe it was something like that. Um, it's starting 2011. to get into... It's it right when he was... See, that's getting into inexcusable shit when you're starting to talk about weapons and stuff. It's like, come on, you, you don't play any video games? You're creative in the creative <laughs> where, world and you're trying to make a movie and you never played a video where game. Where would you, you put it, how Matt? guns work. So, uh, yeah... I personally, <laughs> I put the movie in the A range. Fuck off. <laughs> the B range. I, I would, would. I would be okay I, with B. I, I would push for. I would let. I would let B. But oh, I put. Man. I put Cage because I did. I did rate every movie separately. Oh, I can't let it go to B after I saw that nine millimeter blast wow. a guy through a window. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's the. That's the joke. There's a. There's a part of my brain that says. This is just uh, an experience with shooting people and having them go out windows. Okay. And, so, and I love to shoot people and have them go out windows. So <laughs> it's got to be C then, right? Yeah, I'm so, so sorry. No, it, I'm fine with that. I will do you one better. I will put it in front of a score to settle. How's that? It can't, oh, yeah. it can't be on the same level of a score to settle. Well, wait, the, think in of it. Mind. Here's a way we're doing this. I think that, score to settle. You know, he's right. Watchable. You know, put score to settle up to B. <laughs> so the first movie that i watched i don't really I, I didn't feel like it was a nicholas cage movie 
Uh, he was just a big feature in it. Was Renfield? As I was watching, that's definitely it, a Nick uh, Cage movie. Was it? I don't, I don't think it's definitely a I Nick like Cage he was movie. Barely. In he's it. Dracula. He's, he's the main antagonist. He's, he's the main antagonist. Okay, so if that's the case, it's not here, but I'm gonna put it in. Somewhere. You know, Doctor Claw's the main antagonist to the um, Inspector Gadget series, <laughs> but you only really see him at the end. You right. see Nick Cage a lot in this movie, though. Like and, it's and not he's like got it's, some great bits in it too. He's got a lot of great he's bits. He's like, I'll get you gadget. He's petting that cat. So that cat. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that this movie is uh, downright downright unwatchable. Really? Ooh. I couldn't stand the movie. I thought I've... that it was just totally all over the place. I couldn't stand Aqua. I thought she what was I loved Aquafina, terrible actor who just she's not a great. If she's a comedian, she's a great actor. I want to like and, her so much, and I always do not. I couldn't stand her in this one. She just really upset me because I like her in things. I just did not like her in this thing. Uh, she's I, always a caricature, you know. Yeah, like she's always, always like too like. Yeah, over the it's top. like no one. This on is an Earth. over top. It's an mm. over the top movie, though. I agree. I agree. And and I think that Nicolas Cage was the absolute best part of the whole movie. I was upset he that was there great. wasn't more of him. Just he in was general. Good. I spent so much time with Nicholas Holt. Holt. Yeah. Uh, and I just I didn't I couldn't He's get behind Renfield as a superhero. I just thought yeah. that it was. Corny, I like the turning like accomplice, corny. but okay. Uh, I will. I want to just shout out real quick. Uh, the inner circle is going to have a lot of issues with you saying that, but that's okay. I, I didn't think it was a great movie either. And just me saying like it, it was okay. They're like, well, fuck you movie guy. Or whatever. I was oh, like, wow. okay, I just don't think it was an amazing movie. I thought it was an okay movie. My review was very quick on this one. Actually. It was just, uh, it was a fun movie. Nick cage, uh, Nick cage, best roles are usually best played when he's playing an absolutely ridiculous character that is not being taken too seriously. So that's why I did like Nick Cage in this role because it kind of, he can't play serious good roles and really, because you can't take him seriously in all of them. So you can't rate any of those. It was a great role. So it was a good role for him. Um, Renful character is also really good uh, and charming and actually Nick compliments him very well. Um, I think the amount of gory murder and everybody in the action scene was a bit much and unnecessary i don't think it had much comedy or anything additional to it except for the one line aquafina goes oh you know when people say oh i've seen much worse this is my much worse i thought that was like the only the reason that they did it all to justify that line um and to try to make the joke out of it i get the vibe they were going for i kind of did like aquafina um and but i like her in most roles she's in which sounds like for most of you guys it's the opposite no i like her in most things <laughs> oh you do like her in most just things. a couple roles that I've, <laughs> in most things but just a couple <laughs> yeah like i didn't mind her in uh future man oh yeah oh yeah future man um all in all decent movie story wasn't incredible but i thought it was fun um where would you put it on the list i i, I marked it three stars i would put it b oh wow yeah i i three stars I said uh, an interesting take on the Bram Stoker's Dracula narrative. Um, some funny moments, uh, good cast, solid slapstick gore, which I don't think you see a whole lot of, and uh, Nicholas Goddamn Cage. Yeah, um, your review is like mine, essentially. <laughs> but I actually liked the over the top, like, I mean, yeah, it felt very Marvel, which like I'm not a big fan of. Right, right, right. But it, I liked that like ridiculous 
fight scene where they had where they were like ripping guys' arms off and chucking, yeah. harpooning other men with those <laughs> arms. And then there was a point where he like grabs a guy's like face and accidentally like rips off his whole face, and the guy's just like screaming and flailing his arms like. I don't know. I, I always, I always, I'm a big Evil Dead fan, so it that sort of I, stuff. I love, I like horror comedy is my favorite. Like Evil Dead's my favorite series. Oh, oh yeah, I love so it. there you, you go. Know, the, the, like I do love good like gore. The gore effects were awesome. Mm-hmm. I thought that it was a lot of fun. The over the top gore. I, I feel a little opposite than Mikey. I thought that it was like, I thought it was cool to see it because it was kind of out of place. Like it yeah. Was, yeah, like I wasn't expecting it in yeah. the movie. <laughs> It just kind of also felt like a weird rom-com so tonally. I wasn't really sure, sure mm-hmm. like where it was. I will I will say one thing. Coming from an art department standpoint, his lair with like all the blood bags and shit was oh, pretty yeah. fucking the dope. Throne with the blood yeah. bags, yeah, yeah. like yeah. thinking like yep. the in the old like Sky and I were both yeah. talking about that. Did you see it, Bill? I did not. So he doesn't have an opinion right. here. I'll, so it's on us. We I'll both agree we, B. we both I'll said let you, I'll B. Let you have well, yeah, I'm, I'm or fine maybe with B. C. Or no, it, no, no. I mean, you, you know. Mister, Mister. I think it was top tier. We said it could go in B. You, you right. trying to convince us go to ahead. drop it lower? <laughs> go ahead and put it in B. Well, I, I then looked up at the board and saw that Drive Angry was placed in C. Oh, and, and you like Drive? <laughs> it, I'm like, I'm like, Drive Angry is immensely better than Renfield. That's I, not I true. Think, I think Drive Angry is kind of on par with, with Renfield. I I think Renville was better. <laughs> it was only 100% better. I think, okay, if we're putting all-around movie, the cinematic value in, in Renfield brings it much oh, higher. Sure. Yeah, it, it looked like the it was, like, produced better. It has to like, be a good movie. Like, yeah. That's a thing. I mean, I one thing can rise a movie better. A good performance that's, like, top tier. And, and there's we're going to get there. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, well, we're next to Bill. Bill, what movie do you want to bring to the table? I mean, I guess Birdie, because that was what I oh, was Oh, Birdie is in. the one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, where is it? So Birdie, do you want to give us the synopsis of uh, Birdie? Uh, yeah, all right. So this is a movie made in 1984. I think it was 1984. Um, I think... Uh, it's the 80s. Uh, it takes place in... Um, Around the Vietnam War, uh, so people are, you know, getting ready. During the Vietnam War. Yeah, (laughs) during. Sorry, I'm a little shagna balagna hitting my stupid pen. Um, (laughs) But uh, it's a movie about Nicolas Cage, who is 17 and hangs out with children, apparently. Um, But he becomes friends with, like, the, the weird kid in town who people call Bird Kid because all he does is, like, talk to birds and shit. And uh, it's very clearly a movie about somebody who is on, like, the autism spectrum and they're hyper fixating on birds. And that's all they really care about. They don't give a fuck about, like, taxes and whatever, you know? He just fucking let him just do his fucking bird thing. Nicolas Cage becomes best friends with this guy. Um, they get into all kinds of trouble. Uh, yeah, buying cars and, the, well, they, and stuff like that. The bulk they, of the movie is... After Vietnam, after they got back. Well, that that's yes. where it starts. He's all bandaged. So I was going chronologically. Yeah, yeah. N- Nick Cage is all bandaged up because um, he had just been in a, and uh, I think Birdie was like a deserter or some shit. No, no, no. 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 Birdie got, dr- so Nicholas Cage joined up. He was like, I'm going to the military. Birdie got drafted. Birdie has no, he doesn't give a shit about war yeah, or government of course. or whatever. He only cares about he being drafted. a bird. He got drafted. 
Um, yeah. So Nicolas Cage got into some sort of shit and there was an explosion. His face got fucked up. Uh, Birdie was on a helicopter that got shot down. So, you know, he's experiencing flight. He like loves birds. He wants to fly. He's experiencing flight in a helicopter and the helicopter goes down. Everybody's dead except him. He's got like all the birds are flying around and going all nuts and like there's explosions and he freaks out. He ends up in a mental institution. He's not talking. He's just kind of staring out the window and shit. And like uh, Nicolas Cage flies in to come see him and he's trying to like get birdie to snap out of it um but in the meantime nicholas cage is also dealing with his own trauma and like slowly you're seeing like oh yeah nicholas cage is also pretty much going nuts and then um they're giving him a little bit of time to get birdie to like snap out of it and talk but he's like not and then like the last ditch throw effort to get him to snap out of it is like his his mom was like the lady in the neighborhood. Birdie's mom was the lady in the neighborhood who like snatched all the kids' baseballs. Every she time she like lived, fence, yeah. She lived. She like lived in like she lived on the backside of the sandlot. Like think like, of the sandlot movie. So yeah. she, she's been hiding all these balls. Yeah. And like once he became friends with Birdie, Birdie was helping him like try to find the balls for years. They never found them. So while he's in the mental institution, they have him. Uh, they have the balls sent so he can be like, look at all the balls. Remember, we were looking for all the balls. And Birdie's like sort of coming out of it. And then like they want Nicolas Cage to leave. And he's like, fuck that shit. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving him. You lock me up here. I don't give a shit. He's like holding him. And then he like out of nowhere, Birdie's like, you're so fucking full of shit sometimes. He's like, what? You're talking. And then he's talking and he's trying to show the doctor. He's like, ah, he's talking. And then he's not talking. I, I had and nothing then, to say to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, Birdie's like, he's like, why don't you talk to the doctor? He's like, I don't have anything to say to him. He's like, you motherfucker. And so then Nicholas Cage is beating up all these guards. They run to the roof, and Birdie like jumps. Looks off Looks like roof. he's about to commit suicide. He, he's like, no. He jumps Birdie! off the roof. It's like the end of the movie. And then he's like, he runs over, and he just jumped to like a lower part of the roof, and he looks up at Nicholas Cage. He's like, what? What? And then the movie ends. The movie- but the movie was like, it was. Very beautifully done. It's two yeah. fucking hours. Who it was. Plays a, Birdie? Uh, oh, it's. Man. Did you ever see Stranger Things? Yeah. It's the doctor who has Eleven in the facility. Oh, it's, it's also that is that guy. It's the, the Joker, guy. the white haired guy. It's the Joker from uh, the guy who plays Joker in um, Full Metal Jacket, the photographer. Yeah. And then it's right. also the dialysis uh, technician in Army yeah. of One. Bodine. Yeah, this is definitely he's it looks like a stranger things like yeah. Matthew yeah. Yeah. yeah, but he's like young in this. He's, um, he's really young. I yeah. need I here's okay, there's a few things I had wrong with this movie and that was the fact that okay, the span of this movie of like them aging is like probably over like the span of like 15 ish years or so no. yes no way they, they meet him tops. and then there's like a bunch of like little kids with him when they like the initial scene where they hit the ball over in the sandlot and they run up and all these kids are like a good foot and a half shorter than nick cage and he's like yeah man let's all go and like like he's clearly supposed to be a peer of theirs but he just looks like he's he, like you know he may have just been playing with like his little brother's yeah, friends. that's what i, I saw have, it as it didn't bother me at brother. all yeah, I, it bothered me because I was like, I, I couldn't get it, and that they were, and they were like talking about like, oh yeah, he's just the dork man, and then he's just like, oh, let me know about your pigeons and shit, and then obviously it becomes yeah. sort of the best buds. Um, but there's like a few things I, I I did like a lot of aspects of this movie. Here's like here's the uh, here's the my my uh, biggest review is um, I think it's a unique uh, original coming of age movie. 
Uh, Nick Cage doesn't have a Philly accent, and it's more of a strong California surfer accent, which I assume is all he knows how to do in his early career, because that's kind of where he's from. (laughs) It's kind of beautifully written in a weird way. Um, The constant obsession um, of the mind of this human being it's about 30 minutes too long, I think. Nick Cage was a weird casting choice, but Birdie Actor was amazing. Uh, movie is bizarre, but not bad. I think I, I, I think I understand why you liked it so much. Just because, because I'm a crazy no, person no, and because I related it, to the character. Literally, the only thing about Birdie is he doesn't think about anything like through his entire life except being a bird, knowing about a bird, flying, and just being a fucking bird. And it goes through and it follows and it's just Nick like like kids make fun of him or whatever, but Nick's still his friend. And then mm-hmm. like he tries to fly like in this. He like builds wings and tries to fly and does it like but he doesn't care about girls. Like he starts fucking like a chick under a pier while Birdie is like right next to him with another girl who's trying to hook up and he's just like, Let's see how long we can hold our breath. <gasps> Yeah, he's and they're literally really railing imp- right next to him. He was really <laughs> impressed with like somebody holding their bre- oh that guy in the fish tank holding the guy his in the fish tank at the freak show because yeah. uh, Nicholas Cage brings him to the ocean for the first time ever and he's going under the water and he's like it's like flying under there yeah and so he's yeah. like getting upset like he was not getting up like visually upset or anything but he's a little like bothered by the fact that he can't stand her there longer because he can't hold his breath yeah so yeah he's like still focusing on that yeah and like, he doesn't, like with these girls yeah he doesn't give a fuck about like he goes to yeah. his prom just to like make some people happy and then like the, his prom date in the car like pulls her tits out and she's like this is for you and he goes <laughs> he boops her boob with the back of his hand and it was like oh okay yeah <laughs> and she puts him away and goes all right and then they kind of move on but the biggest thing i think why you liked is because it's like a progression of this character just getting deeper and deeper and deeper into birds up to the point where like he builds a bird cage under his bed and he starts like sleeping naked and like approaching up like a bird and to the point where he starts lucid dreaming about like coming out of his body and flying around as a bird and coming back and it was as soon as i saw that i was like this is right up bill's alley (laughs) (laughs) this movie is much more wild than i thought it was yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's it's mental it's like yeah it's it's yeah it's about this person's like mind really and how they're they just don't connect with all this mm -hmm. bullshit that we're all trapped it's in. deep it's a deep movie but like it's it's a big thinking like it's not deep in the point that it's like it's depressing or any like no no it's it's i thought it was you know for the time it probably had a lower budget i thought it was a well-done movie um i said i gave it three and a half stars i gave it three and a half stars as well I said unique story of a young man uh gripped with mental health issues going to war and his return and staying in an asylum uh too long but interesting yeah, it's almost the same. What did you give it, yeah. Bill? Uh, I loved it. A++ or whatever. I wouldn't do A++. Wow. I would uh, be open to the fact of... the. I'd be open to putting it at the tail end of A. Yeah, I could see A. I could see it as a... As I would a, be right behind Kick-Ass. <laughs> yep, that's back on and, you. And you guys are probably going to guess which one I want to talk about right off the bat. And that's the one I'm wearing the t-shirt for, which is Willy's, Willy's Wonderland. Wonderland. And it's oh, one of yeah. the first that I saw, and I think it was it was one of the first movies that popped up on um when i put in just on my tv nick cage mm-hmm. it came up 
And I had no clue what this movie was. So you had never heard of it. I had never heard of it. I had no clue what it was or anything like that. But I'm glad that I did because it quickly became one of my favorite Nick Cage movies. Oh, no. (laughs) I. You want to give us the quick synopsis of the movie? Yeah. 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 Actually, I'm surprised this one isn't the longest one that I have. It's it's I think for it's it's simple. It's It's yeah, I think it's for the same. Like I summed it up pretty well. Um, simple. Nick Cage breaks down in the middle of nowhere, um, like middle of nowhere America. I just want to be general about that. They don't specify. After running over a weird spike strip thing, um, which is bizarre. Um, keep in mind I'm writing this as I'm watching it. Okay. <laughs> We're going on the journey with you. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you us, find out things, answers open up later on. Okay. Sure. Um, he's picked up by a random redneck guy with a tow truck that just so happens to be there at the right place, right time. Go figure. Um, without money... Um, specifically cash to repair his car. Um, the town has no ATMs or internet to run cards. Uh, he's coerced into working to pay it off at Willy Willy's Wonderland, which is essentially a shittier, more hood Chuck E. Cheese that's closed and trying to reopen. Um, complete with the animatronic band and everything you could possibly think of. Uh, and more. There's there's mazes and shit. There's <laughs> a bunch of cool stuff. Nick Cage character is a tough, leather jacket-wearing dude. Doesn't talk at all. Just answers with his looks. He literally does not have a single line the entire movie. Which is another reason why I think I fell in love with this movie a lot. Is because he doesn't talk. And I was like, I kind of like Nick better when he doesn't talk. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. So he answers with looks and, and expressions, which he doesn't do great at either, but it's almost better for Nick Cage to not have lines. Um, they give him the work. Uh, they give him a work T-shirt that I'm wearing right now. That's right. Uh, I, I wrote here, I'm not going to lie. I kind of want one. I got it. Uh, <laughs> the, the owner locks him in from the outside without him knowing. For some reason, he keeps drinking these punch drinks that he needs uh, to drink every hour. He sets an alarm on his watch. They're power-ups. This is a video They're power-ups, yeah. It's, it's his break. His break. Yeah. I, I mean, this is like Five Nights at Freddy's. Right, it, exactly. Oh, yeah. It starts with uh, an animatronic ostrich coming alive and attacking Nick Cage. He's not phased by it one bit. Fights him like it's nothing, zero facial expressions, until the fatality part where he splits a mop in half, um, beats the the robot to death, and then re- rips out its robot spine. The fight sequence is kind of amazing. Then he just goes back to cleaning like nothing ever happened. Uh, one by one, uh, each of the animatronics start coming alive, and each battle scene is better than the last. A bunch of kids who know about the demon characters come in the middle of the night to try to burn the place down, but they realize they need to try to get Nick out. Uh, Nick's There's a backstory about serial killers that used to run the place, and that's why it's haunted, and they used to do satanic rituals, but that's all secondary story to me. For yeah, this you don't point. need any of that. You don't need any of that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this movie has it all. What you need is sec. Wait, did you say it was secondary? Secondary. Oh yeah, never mind. It's all secondary. This movie had to make a two percent milk joke because yeah. secondary. Never mind. It, was, <laughs> it made sense in my brain. Sure. This I'll movie, be over here. This movie has it all: killer robots, Nick Cage with no lines, satanic rituals, crazy flashy after effects, amazing action fight scenes, weird horror playland sex scenes, pinball, power boost drinks, even a free bird ending sequence. Uh, this movie is perfectly bad, and it a- is actually awesome. That's my review. 
<laughs> wow. Yeah. So dispute me. What do you, what do you, what do you guys got? I gave it four stars, by the way. Four stars. That's an A, right? In, on the, I on would the not meter. give it as a classic. I would put it in A, <laughs> personally. And not because of the storyline, specifically more because of everything that revolves around Nick Cage mm-hmm. and the action sequences alone. And the fact that like he's about to help a girl that's about to get murdered and a robot killed. Then his watch goes off at one point. And he walks and then he away. Goes, Handle yourself because I need to go drink my punch drink and play a round of pinball. In the back. Yeah, <laughs> it felt it felt almost very Nick Cage by not having him talk. I love like, not having was, him talk. It was almost still kind of on brand. It, it was, was weird no, it was on brand. It stayed on brand, right? Uh, even though I don't think I had seen another movie that I could really watch the whole thing without him talking I like that uh, the movie is but this one you can right <laughs> it is watchable for the sense of <laughs> I think I was uh, stone stoned looking for something stupid horror I watch a lot of stupid horror movies right if a horror movie comes out I'm probably gonna fucking watch it um, and right, right. I, I honestly, I suffered through this movie. Even on the rewatch, I had to turn it I, off. I, I knew how I, it ended. I was just like, you know what? I'm good on this. I feel like I would watch it anytime if I was channel surfing. It would come the animatronic fights, just, I can't, I can't, I could not, could not stand. I thought watch. they looked great. Oil exploding everywhere. Spine the, ripping out. Pe- people in costumes. The girl, the girl who was like the, the, the fairy. Oh yeah. The, fa- the, the pixie fairy. chick, oh, <laughs> Doing like back handsprings and shit yeah. like that. Yeah. It was, it was okay. I so I probably, right. I'd probably give it like two and a half, maybe, maybe three, but like, I'd probably give it around three, but it was, um, you know, a, again, a big evil dead fan. And this felt like, kind of like evil dead light almost yeah you know, which is fine it was it was it had its it had its place it was entertaining enough um but again i saw it like three years ago right. when it came out and i haven't even thought about rewatching it oh, i thought it was awesome i would watch it anytime it comes up <laughs> i thought it was so good <laughs> i didn't see it you've, you've never <laughs> seen it not see it okay next episode i want you to come and see what you think about it <laughs> Put it in the top of your list. So, I mean, I mean, it sounds like consensus is we want to put it in B. I F, would put it in A, but with you guys. We'd put it at for the, me. You would seriously put I, it in I F? Unwatchable for I, you? Seriously. I, the, second, the second time I turned it on, I was just just so awful. Like, I, you know, and so that's, bored. So dumb. I didn't. Like I said, I haven't watched it since it originally came out. I remember thinking it was okay. But there was some of these movies on this list where... I saw them like way back in high school or, or uh, college, and I haven't watched them since. And I remember being like, I don't know about this, but then second rewatch, I was like, oh, okay, this was, I see what it is now. Right. Or maybe it would have also been like, oh, maybe I lost it, whatever All I right. enjoyed about it in high school. When you come back, we'll put in B for now. When you come back, uh, I'll. It's going on the C- list. Yeah, yeah, C. Yeah, yeah. Kentucky Fried Mayor. No, it was. It was. Boss Boss Hog over here. It was like Boss Hog. I hate these Duke boys. It was. They're like, yeah. You're going to get in there. You're going to clean that building. Yeah. And in the morning, your car's going to be ready. And they they, they, damn them a dome. That's the whole point. Kentucky Fried Mayor. (laughs) I founded my city. I'm fried chicken. Yeah. And the funniest thing is, like, they they, they sent them there to sacrifice him, but they weren't even angry about it because they're like, oh, he killed a place. 
he he cleaned the place and like all the Wait. animatronics are gone. Well, maybe I will open this. Here's your we car. Can reopen we it. Can Didn't re- he say he yeah, can, we we can, can reopen, reopen yeah. it? Did he God. just kill the electronics or was there some sort of like demonic force or spirits or something? Just, it was just the electronics, yeah. but the electronics. There no there's a bunch force. of kids that so come. It was, it was just short circuit yeah. three. But the teenagers <laughs> that come to liberate the place that like try to burn it down, they come in to try to get them out before they burn it down, and in doing so, they just all get. All like all you get. forgot to mention, there is a group of teenagers that have dared themselves. I mentioned to it. Go in. Did you mention <laughs> really that? quickly? Yeah, they, I mentioned the sex scene very briefly too, because there's they're right. like they go in there like, oh, it's creepy. It's kind of making me horny, and of course, it's the black. <laughs> it's the black guy the, the slut girl and they fuck and then somebody comes and kills him while they're fucking go figure <laughs> they get every stereotype in there <laughs> i just want to know i mean I, I get it i can't get hard unless i'm in a haunted house <laughs> it is a pg-13 movie oh yeah. no you, do you see tits i thought you saw tits okay whatever you're outvoted it's staying b for now but i'll wow. keep it at the end because <laughs> aren't you glad look, you came i look up there and i see drive angry <laughs> oh yeah okay well it's grant's turn so <laughs> um let's see so back to my list the second movie i watched in my nicholas cageathon was the rock okay this is gonna be an easy one for all of us i think I think. <laughs> um, so The Rock, for those who don't know and have lived literally under a rock, uh, there is a Alcatraz is taken over by a rogue military organization in the go- in the U.S. government, and then they hold a, a tourist group hostage there and threaten San Francisco with chemical yeah. weapons. By, uh, it's worth mentioning real quick. Ed Harris is running the military. Ed Harris, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Ed Harris, great, yes. a great bit for Ed right. Harris. Yes, <laughs> and so they need to insert a SEAL team into Alcatraz in order to disarm the bombs. They bring along their top FBI chemicals expert, who is Nick Cage, Nicholas Cage, <laughs> yeah. and they need a way to figure out how to get in there. So they bring in the only man that's ever escaped Alcatraz. Sean Connery. Sean Connery. (laughs) I escaped this place back in 1972 before you were even juicing your dad's balls. They've never made an update to the security (laughs) after I escaped at all. (laughs) It's still the same shit, I swear. I've been checking on Google. Oh, yeah. And and then the rest of the movie is just Michael Bay madness. Um yeah, so I, he's just yelling at people on set. No, yeah, and no, firing no, people for no reason. I, I can give you. I don't have enough cocaine. <laughs> I can give you one. Uh, I, I hear we're saying about taking lines. I got a lot of lines. There, this oh, there's one's some, a very. And Sean Connery. I just want to put this one. One of Sean Connery's lines is. Um, this is better than avoiding gang rape in the washroom. Although, <laughs> <laughs> although it's less of a problem these days, maybe I'm losing my sex appeal. <laughs> my favorite one that I laughed the hardest was Nicolas Cage. After um, uh, Sean Connery, he kind of like, you know, smooths things over with Sean Connery, who escapes federal custody right, in order right, to just right. talk with his daughter. I'm so and- sorry to interrupt, but I really wish he said... Uh, it's not so much a problem these days. I'm really loosening up back there. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to have sex with my prolapsed anus. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, uh, Sean Connery's thanking Nicolas Cage, and Nicolas Cage goes, let's cut the chit-chat, a-hole. Yeah. <laughs> He's got this whole thing. A-hole. He gets this whole thing where he can't swear. And so he goes, like, he says things like, gee whiz. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> 
Oh, I thought of the I, okay. I thought I didn't think of it. I read wrote it down. Remember, I said I was like, oh, when at the one of the very last things, he got to set off these. Ro- well, they're trying to set off the rockets or whatever, and uh-huh. he's pulling the. He's going around to pull off these nuclear chips because they can't detonate if he pulls out the the chips out of the out of these rocket things. So that's the thing is to hit all the points. Well, one of them's on this lighthouse. Right, yes. and it's the last one. Oh yeah, and dude. there's one guy that like follows him up, and he's like disengaging it, and he finally like pulls the chip out, but like the rockets are still um, active, and he and he like they just don't gets have it, guidance. and he thinks he's about to die or whatever, and uh, the big like black guy sitting over him, um, he said, <laughs> Nick Cage says to him, um, "Do you like the song Rocket Man?" He goes, "I don't like soft ass shit." <laughs> <laughs> And then he detonates the the rocket, and it shoots through the guy, or it catches the guy, and the guy goes out the window with the rocket. All right, so I gave it three and a half stars. Good cast. Sean Connery is uh, believable. Nicolas Cage is fun to watch. Uh, There's a ton of cliches, but also some awesome props and effects. There are some awesome props and effects. That I like the little glass like balls that they the, have to pull the, out of the, the fucking... The string of pearls. The string of pearls. Yeah. They kind of go out. Some of the gun stuff was fun. They, they're like, oh, don't shoot. They, at one point, they said, don't shoot near the things. But then like they have complete like giant blast-out battles. And, yeah. well, you said they, one thing is they, they go in. like They send Nick Cage in because he's just like a science nerd. And, and then Sean Connery, who's broken out. But like they send him in with like a whole military fleet. And then they're led like, by led by um, the lead commando from Aliens. Oh, so, but and then they said, okay, don't engage with them. Don't engage. Then the entire military fleet decides to go into the washroom and start engaging, and they all die in the they first like, oh, yeah. yeah, they, they within the first confusing. fifteen minutes of the whole film. Mm-hmm. So it's like they all go and they're like, well, I guess the mission's fucked now. So it's all on everybody else to get them. But. Um, I thought it was. I gave it four stars because it is an instant classic, and you forgot like the biggest thing in. Um, Sean Connery knows who killed JFK, and he left it hidden by a tree, and that's why he's been in prison for the last thirty years. Yeah, yeah, that's why he's been. And he left the 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 clue in a church pew underneath the banister, and he gave that to Nick Cage because he helped him out and he helped him escape. I mean, this is my secret to JFK. This is my personal letterbox score. I would say it's a. I would say it's at least a, a great movie. I, I would put it in instant classic. I would put it A++. I, it, I put it four is, stars, but I think it's one of those movies that goes down in history. So this is uh, my favorite Michael Bay movie. It's probably oh. my favorite Michael Bay movie, I too, think, but I don't I, I like Michael my, Bay it's, movies. It's my Michael Bay. Yeah, I don't, I don't care for Michael Bay. It's, 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 a few it's, of them I, I really enjoy. Like, you know. Yeah. Uh, like Bad Boys, I enjoyed those, you know. Uh, They're okay. Every Transformers. That's fair. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> every Transformers. <laughs> I, I I would put it in instant classic. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah I agree. I agree. It's my favorite. Movie. I mean, I said great. I mean, I I recognize the classic appeal to it. I could see it being in classic. Okay. Um, I don't know if I should go to the second one I've watched. You can you can pick one. It's it's your I'm choice. Gonna, I'm just gonna jump on to another one. Um, Season of the Witch. Ooh, yep. Haven't seen it. Um, I, Oh, I so s- I, I saw I, that in theaters. I didn't get a chance to say this forever ago. Oh, maybe I did. Forty-six Nicolas Cage movies. So you say whatever movie you've seen. I've probably seen it. I haven't. Have you seen what? Season, Season, of, the Season of the Witch. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. You guys I, yeah, can talk about it. it came you can talk about it. So the premise of this it. movie is Nick Cage and Ron Perlman mm-hmm. 
trying to trying to save a, a ex, village that ex crusaders ex, ex crusaders uh ex like who have, 17th who have, century essentially they've, oh, they've ran right i saw outcast and if it's any as bad as outcast it no. actually it's, it's actually a pretty good I enjoyed it compared to some of the other Nicolas Cage movies that I watched. But but the, the, the premise of it is this this town is a plague that is killing everybody and they believe it's because the witch that they have captive. Uh, so they want him to take the witch to this monk temple mm-hmm. uh, and essentially they will find out if she's actually a witch and then cast their judgment upon them upon her in some way and they talk a little bit about it too she was like well what are they going to do are they going to throw me into a pond and see if i if i float and then kill me or like right uh so i did kind of the same thing as you on this one mikey where i kind of wrote as i was writing uh yeah yeah so here we go damn it it wants to be lord of the rings (laughs) so bad uh yep this That's is a lot of my guilty reviews. of shit CGI, but damn it, I'm kind of here for it. Saruman, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Saruman's in the movie, uh, which I th- found not the character Saruman, but the actor, right, uh, who played him is is in the movie. Oh, he this has dude, like leprosy. That's uh, Ron Perlman. That's, That's Ron, Perlman. Ron Perlman. That's Ron Perlman. He has leprosy. He's essentially the one tasked with sending them because he's like our whole town. Oh the no play. no, uh, it's um, Christopher Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee, fucking uh, Count Dooku, like uh, he plays Saruman. Oh yes, in, yeah, yeah. In Lord of the Rings, and it was trying to be Lord of the Rings. That was my. That was yeah. That was Sorry, I was thinking Sauron. I was like, was, I think he was in a mask the whole time. Uh, <laughs> right. Oh no, yeah. Sauron, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Christopher Lee. Movie's I forgot decent. He was in that. Uh, no Cage. Like he didn't really go cage Mm-mm. like full cage like he didn't have movie. a freak out it's saying no. the witch was in a he cage, has a lot of though. freak outs there, there was a cage in the movie mm-hmm. uh the witch was in a cage which mm-hmm. to find out she wasn't a witch she was a demon so there is no witch in the movie they talk about witches a lot but it's more of a season of the demon but they're trying to figure out whether is there a, a demon witch. in the movie she's a demon not a witch yeah and then it gets real it's, cg it's just right. like the crucible it's, the when she they she goes full degen, demon at the end of the crucible. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't witches, they were just demons. demons. <laughs> they, they burst out, and Nicholas Cage runs in with Ron Perlman. It's the original the original draft. Murdering John Proctor. I have yeah. to give it a lot of credit for Ron Perlman's death. I wrote Ooh. that in here. It oh. was a great death sequence. Uh, I loved that sequence. I really did. I thought it was really cool. Uh, also, this guy, if you've ever seen Umbrella Academy, it's that guy. And, right. And um, uh, Misfits. Misfits. Right. Oh, the my kid gosh. From I love he's, he's the kid that can't die. That's right. The Irish kid, yeah. 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 Man, I love that show. So the the movie, that's the scene right there. That was the kill. Uh this it's one? great. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. She so goes, Is that the witch? Dude, it literally just wraps its arms around him and bakes him and oh. turns him to dust. And it was a great kill. It was awesome. Oh. I uh, thought when the demon was running around, it reminded me a lot of um, uh, reptile from the original Mortal Kombat movie. Right. <laughs> the the CGI is shit. Uh-huh. It is terrible CGI. That's. There's kind of a there's kind of a trend going with Nick Cage movies with CGI. But this was 2011. This was like when he was kind of running out of money and needed uh, fill in fill in roles. Mm-hmm. 
So I give I gave K Cage a D because he didn't cage out. He didn't mm-hmm. shine. It could have been you anybody need to have in a cage role. freak out. You need to have yeah. Anybody could have been in that role, and it would have been the same movie. Uh, have you seen Outcast? Movie a C. Have you uh, seen Outcast? Outcast? Oh, it's twelfth century movie. No, I did not watch that one. Okay, I haven't seen that one yet either. I was gonna ask how you compare them because these are, look. There's like look at this. This is like Knights Templar so type thing. Nick plays a knight like a knight from the Knights Templar, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, um, that's what this was kind of. Yeah, I, I gave it a two star, um, so it's probably C, C for me too. Right about the same. I said borderline cool effects, sets, and costumes. Like um, they they it was almost cool. Um, they tried doing something interesting with the plot devices, questioning whether the girl was a witch or not, and failed. Because I thought that was going to be the bulk of the movie was, is she a witch? Isn't she a witch? You know, and Nicolas Cage is going to be grappling with like this moral dilemma, like, do I take this girl to the gallows that may or may not be a witch? And then, oh, like, so right he's a, a witch hunter kind of, too. Kind of. Okay. Well, he's a, he abandoned the religious crusades and then they forced him to the take Templar, this pretty much. He, yeah. He doesn't, he almost doesn't want to take her to this judgment because he's turned his back on the church and the church is asking Got him to it. do this. Yeah. The, 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 the movie was pretty close to being good. Yeah. But it never really got there. No. Bill, what's your take? What's your take? This is a good time to ask all of uh, the listeners to also turn their back on the church. <laughs> what's your take? What, what's your take on the movie, though? <laughs> I remember being His fairly personal. entertained, but it wasn't anything that I was like, I need to watch this again or okay. anything. Mm-hmm. So it's sounding like you all agree like, to put okay, it in medieval C. time stuff. There's C. a witch in a cage. Where yeah, would you C. put it? Would you C's put it good. in front of Drive Angry and a score to settle, or where do, where do we want to put? I would this? put it definitely in front of a score to settle. In front of a score to settle. <laughs> Easy. Yeah, it's better than yeah. a score. to But Drive it, Angry. Nah. Well, you guys like Drive Angry. Now, right there is where it should land. Yeah. Okay. Bill. Bill, what do you got? Yeah, that's fine. What's, what's your next movie? What's the next oh, movie? my next movie? Let's uh, uh, let's talk about Raising Arizona. Oh, that's a perfect one. Great. Okay. Oh, great. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and put that straight to classic but without even talking about it. Top, top tier. <laughs> I don't think anybody. Yeah, yeah, top tier classic. Top hands that's, down. That's one of his yeah. best movies. That's I think so it good. is his best movie. I gave me. it a, a five star. I gave it five stars box. also. Yep, five, five stars. Yeah. I think it's. I think it may be the only five star movie I actually put. Nope, there's a couple movies. Never mind. I said... Perfect movie, no notes. Anyone who gives this less than four stars needs to never breed to preserve the human gene pool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to give a description? Or you want me to? Oh uh, yeah, sure. Um, so it's uh, Nicholas Cage is kind of a criminal, like not like a super ambitious criminal. He's just like knocking over. Uh, like uh, convenience and, stores yeah. and stuff. Yeah, he keeps going, uh, going to jail. Yeah, coming a, in and out of jail. Yeah, he's got much. a crush on the the officer who like takes his photo yeah. and like books <laughs> him in. Yep. And then uh, eventually they end up together after he gets arrested like four times or some shit. They fall in love. He keeps, yeah, they, he almost keeps going back to jail to hit on her. They get married, yeah. so it's like this criminal. He's married to a cop. Um, it turns out she can't have a baby. And there is this really rich guy in town. Who, the Arizonas. Yeah, they. Uh, I, I say in town, but uh, I don't know. I don't remember how far the place is where they live. But uh, yeah, so they have what, what? How many kids do they have? Like they have five. five. They had. Yeah, or? they had quintuplets. Yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. uh, 
so they have an idea. Let's just go steal one of their babies. They got too many anyway, so they steal one, and uh, it's a good time. Uh, Nicholas Cage's buddies break out of prison. Yeah, so now John, John Goodman, John Goodman, <laughs> and then this yeah. other weird dude. We felt the facilities who, had nothing, no, nothing else to offer us. Yeah, they, yeah, <laughs> they're time. they're so good. They bust out of jail. They find out that they're that their baby is this other baby that. There's like a there's a reward for it. There's also this uh, bounty hunter crazy dude on a motorcycle yeah, coming after them. The apocalyptic yeah. like he so, he murders helpless animals while he's just riding down yeah, the road. So it's, it's kind of like this uh, action comedy sort of. I mean, not like big action comedy, but it's like a there's some action. Um, there but is. It's it's just a it's like a crime comedy. You know, it's always adjacent to action. It's like so there's always like the. Yeah, with yeah. the Coen Brothers not exactly movies, like an action yeah. movie, right? But yeah, it's yeah. not like action. big action scenes, but there's just like you know some car stuff happening, chases, and uh, this, some some gunplay. This was also um, uh, not a direct kill- collaboration, but um, they uh, had been working on some stuff with Sam Raimi, mm-hmm. so Sam Raimi lended them a hand here or there, like um, all the. Steadicam stuff that's like point of view of the motorcycle. Oh, oh yeah, Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi's like Evil Dead yeah. in the woods. Rig yeah, that going through like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of good stuff to this. I mean, uh, what is it? They they get out of jail and they like just start staying with him and getting drunk all day. And his wife is just like, yeah, they're like, like your friends need to go. And they're like, well, I see who wears the pants in this film. Yeah, they're making it really hard. They're, <laughs> they're like trying busting to like, his chops, but you know, they're trying to get him to rob a bank with them. Like, we should go rob this bank and we'll yeah. make a bunch of But then of once money. they realize the baby's like worth a lot of money, they kidnap the baby. But then they're like, we're still right. gonna rob those we're banks. Still gonna and rob then they're the robbing bank. the banks with the baby. And then at a certain they put point, the car on the t- they <laughs> leave the baby and they're like driving back and yeah, this. And they just turn around to head back. So good. Even when he like goes and he's like, I only know how to do one thing. He just like with that's like, oh, you just need to go in and get diapers and stuff. And he just like out of habit just pulls a gun. Yeah, he like, just robs the place, steal them, and robs. The place. Yeah, um, that whole scene's good. Where she she's like leave like leaving him. Eugene, just, you son of a bitch. Yeah, she's like, and then he goes, the better hurry. I'm in Dutch with the missus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. It's just, just how the characters are played and everything. I love him so much. I love him so. <laughs> the the cinematic value to this movie adds so much. Uh, that being all the shots that are really well shot, um, shot out and very symmetrical and beautiful, but in a way that really works for the subtle comedy. Um, the Coen brothers are really some of the only directors that can pull a lot of this off successfully. Nick Cage ultimately should only be be playing these types of character where he's not taken 100% seriously. My friend put it very well years ago. He said Nicolas Cage is the best when he's playing some sort of loser. And when he yeah. tries to play like that cool guy, it just oh. like never comes across never. Out, like genuine. No. No. But yeah, like uh, another... even like let's say like he can't do accents, but when he does the accent like this, it's not good, but it's like perfect for that character. It's yeah. like the only type of accent that should be played by that character. <laughs> um, yet there's some action, but he's not portrayed as a badass. Uh, he's a criminal, but kind of a dumbass. He's white trash, but is clumsy, but also is very wholesome. 
Um, the comedic value adds so much to this yeah. movie. Um, he, he has integrity. <laughs> yeah, he uh, does. Yeah, what is his his boss starts saying something about like trying to swing with his wife, and he like. Oh yeah, just, his his boss is an asshole. Yeah, he just yeah. like telling those like punches the shit at his boss in the yeah. face, <laughs> just like at, at the mention of like yeah. anything <laughs> off. Um, this is the type of movie Cage, Nick Cage was built for. I can't even trash his acting in this one because it's kind of perfect. Yeah, I wouldn't change a thing about it. <laughs> it felt like they wrote the movie knowing good and well right. how to write him into the movie but, and wrote it for him. Um, I was, so I've been watching just like Nick Cage interviews and stuff like that, and he was talking about this movie, and apparently he auditioned for this role like 20 times. Wow. Yeah, they kept being like, well, let's see who else we can get. And then either that fell through or whatever, and eventually they went with Nick Cage, and then they never worked with him again. And I think because he was actually kind of difficult. Like he wanted to introduce this whole subplot where like his character was obsessed with time and so he got a watch from the props department and kept looking at it and i think the coen brothers kept being like stop looking at your watch that you don't need to look at your watch for the scene yeah, and what, I, is it, what is he timing he barely like works and well, <laughs> he's like he's just obsessed like, with time with the concept of time because the end of the movie he's talking about it he goes i dreamed into the future i can imagine him saying like oh yeah a dream I, 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 like, I, i'll I, do this I, movie I, if i could do this i think at the end. i yeah. think i really need to be fatuated with time yeah, <laughs> but I guess there was like they tried editing around it as much as possible, and there's a few points where you can see him looking at his watch, and that was not a Coen Brothers decision. They were like, <laughs> "Fuck, we can't." Yeah, we have we have him looking at his goddamn watch. So I think top of the list, right? Any, uh-huh. any disputes there? Yeah. yeah, everybody agrees. All right, um, next movie I'm gonna go with. Uh, do you guys want a hit or do you want? Um, you you just you pick. Okay, I'm gonna go. Well, let's just go with the hit. Um, Con Air. Because I've never seen Con Air before um, watching this, actually. Wow. <laughs> oh, really? So was, I just heard a lot about it. So I, I, I hadn't seen Face Off before a month ago, and I hadn't seen Con Air. So those are like the two that everybody's like, well, Face Off and Con Air. Face Off and Con Air. Um, so Con Air, I watched Face Off and I watched Con Air, and I liked Con Air more, actually. So here's what I had to say. Oh, yeah, this is not that long either. Um, opens with sappy love music in the port of Alabama. Um, how do I breathe without you? (laughs) I want to know. Yeah. Yeah, So you got, it it starts, the movie starts and ends with this song. So it's, it's worth noting. Um, Nick is an army ranger who comes to see his pregnant girlfriend bartender. And he ends up getting in a bar fight with a bunch of guys that try to jump him and his girlfriend outside. Um, they try jumping him, and he accidentally kills one of them in the fight. He just Jito chops his throat, and he dies. So I thought that was a funny scene. Kind of cool. <laughs> in the rain. <laughs> in, in the slow rain. Motion. Yeah, it's kind of beautiful. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, he gets arrested, and he gets uh, seven to ten years. His southern accent is probably the worst part about this movie. It's terrible and really hard to pull in. Um Somebody with kind of a southern accent, could you attest to this? Like, did that? <laughs> uh, it's a terrible southern accent, but it is 
amazing performance <laughs> yeah. by Nicolas okay, Cage. Okay, fair. I'll give you that. Yes. Y- you have to understand that, that Nicolas Cage is going to try his best. So <laughs> he he atten- did. It's A for effort. On I, I will say for the accent, there were other movies where he tried doing an accent, and it's like hit or miss whether he's going to be doing an accent in that scene yeah. or even that line of dialogue. No, true. It's oh at least God. consistent. Yeah. Yes, that, it was consistent. The consistency yes. lends itself it, okay. to, to that is, That's act. fair. That's fair. While he's in jail, there's a bunch of montage sequences of mm-hmm. him writing letters and and learning languages and, and working out and stuff like that. So he's, he's polishing himself up. Um, when he's scheduled to get out of jail, um, he's get put he gets put on a max secure prison transfer plane to take him out to his release along with the other murders and gangsters. I don't think they would do this in real time. If they're going to release you, they're going to release you. Someone's got to come fucking pick you up. I don't think they're going to put you on a plane. They they make a, a there's like a line of dialogue where he has to go back to where he was sentenced. And until then, he's still under state custody. So watch. So and he's stuff. in another How long was he in prison? 7, seven to 10 years. years. Yeah, he's never seen his his kid. His wife's pregnant, right. Like, right as he kills right. the man, and then he and he, he writes her a lot. Girl. Like they talk, and there's back and forth. But yeah, so he's like someone who's about to get out, but then everybody else on this airliner is like the worst of the worst murderers. Like they have special names and shit like that. Cyrus um, the virus. Cyrus the virus, <laughs> who is John Malkovich's character, and John Malkovich, I just must say, is the best part about this movie, hands down. John Malkovich is amazing. I mean, just because he is a natural... He's just a perfect actor in almost every role he is, and he takes things seriously. He's also casted appropriately because he's a fucking genius. He's always like such a good fucking smart guy. So John Malkovich, he plays one of the most horrible murderers there are. Dave Chappelle's in this movie. Yes. Didn't yeah. know that. He gets <laughs> run over by the airplane because no, he's yeah, one of the prisoners. They leave him behind. Wait, wait, wait. Where are you going? And then he gets run over. And then, and then he crawls up the wheel well. <laughs> but gets crushed to and death. gets crushed to death. And then, and then, <laughs> and then uh, uh, Nicholas cage writes a note on his shirt and dumps him out of the plane so the government can find him yeah he falls thirty thousand feet onto a car um so yeah dave Chappelle uh starts a fire on a guy which triggers chaos in the plane um and the prisoners try to take over the plane john malkovich gets out of his special little cage because he was a high risk person but he was able to get out and then he orchestrates the con air takeover Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a poetic scene where Dave Chappelle falls 30,000 feet onto a car below. Uh, John Cusack <laughs> is the marshal in charge. That's the DEA chief um, that won't listen to John because um, the man was killed because he didn't listen in the first place. So, yeah, there's the guy that the guy from the DEA just will not listen to anything. He's like, oh, if you keep doing this, you're going to lose a bunch of guys. And then he, yeah. he's like, well, I'm going to do it anyway. Then it's, he loses a bunch of guys. The guy he's like, from- you are the reason that this happens. He's like, I told you not. And then it happens like three different times. Where he's like, well, I'm going to do it. And he's like, you're a fucking idiot. But and why a, does the DEA have jurisdiction over this? I but it's don't a, get it. A Chief O'Brien from Star Trek. It's Chief O'Brien from Star Trek. He's the guy that works the fucking teleporter. That's like all he made it up into career. Now he's like, now he's in charge. Yeah, um, yeah. It goes. Why couldn't you put Bunny back in the box? So, <laughs> oh yeah, Nicholas Cage gets a bunny for his daughter, and then yeah. it becomes a reoccurring thing yeah. throughout the. 
why couldn't you just put the because he killed the yeah why couldn't like, you just put bunny back in the box it's like he obsessed with that kind of like the watch yeah he yeah obsesses it's obsessed with the watch. In, yeah so the but book. then but then there's like things that keep coming up so then Steve Buscemi's introduced, and he because they the plane lands and they pick up a whole new line of criminals, and apparently like Steve Buscemi is like the the purest psychopath that you could possibly get, and he's the nuttiest of the nuttiest. I love Steve Buscemi. I had a lot of problems with that. Oh well, I I can imagine why because he sits <laughs> down with that girl in the pool, and it looks like he's about to do something. I weird, mean, and then. They, I, when he leaves, you think he killed the little girl, but then you see the shot of her later, like ah, bye. But then they're like, "Oh, that's a redeeming moment for him." But he's still a serial killer. There was a point where he was bragging. Oh, he goes, "I, drove I wore across, the skull." <laughs> no, no. I, he says he wore a woman's head as a hat across three states, which yeah. just raises a lot more questions. Like, did he have the head like attached to his head with a belt, or was he just wearing like her scalp, or? Was he driving a convertible then if he had the head on top? Because that's not a lot of like head room. <laughs> like, it just raises a lot of questions yeah, yeah. that I couldn't stop thinking so you about. Wanted it I'm going to need to see that hat. Yeah. Like, did, three states, did he not, Did he stop for gas with the hat on? He had a right, really yeah. big gas did, did he like wear he's it? driving to... a van yeah. with a bunch of gas in it. Yeah. <laughs> he's, driving, he's driving a Tesla. It's my he's gas like, I got van. This. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then, but then he, he escapes at the end of the movie. And they almost want you to be like, oh, good for him. But it's like, no, he's still a serial killer. But then he turns no. to the camera and he puts that hat back on. <laughs> no, yeah. So Back on the road. Then the, then the lady's eyes like tick to the camera. And yeah. right into Gives it. a little wink. Yeah. And yeah, it winks. It's exactly where driving start starts. So, so Nick Cage ended up getting back on the plane when it landed for two reasons. It's one, that his buddy who was Bubba, from from Forrest Gump, yep. yeah, the guy who played Bubba from Forrest Gump, he needed insulin, mm-hmm. so he needed to make sure he got insulin. And then he was looking out for the chick, the the girl uh, who the was guard, Hank, guard, the female yeah, guard, because that Danny Trejo wants Dan- to rape. Danny Trejo wants to rape. Which he's in there because they were like, he's one of the most infamous rapists in the world. Yeah, and he he's has like, like he's tattooed. Like, I got twenty four roses, and each rose is for a woman that I've raped that yeah. they know of. And yeah, it's like yeah. that doesn't make any sense either. <laughs> yeah, it's like every time they figure it out, you. Put it on, like, okay, you guys got that I've one. raped 100 right. women, and then he's like, but I'm not going to put 100 roses on because the government doesn't know about that. Yeah, but he he dies pretty quickly. And then there was, I think, where... No, he's he's there at the very end. Is he's not there at the very end. Yeah. They kill him pretty quickly, like, didn't No, no, he goes, like... Oh, he's about to rape the girl. They're and having comes a in and massive the gunfight yeah. between them and the cops that are coming to arrest them after they landed the plane, and Danny Trejo's like, it's raping time. <laughs> And then he goes to rape him, and then they have a fight scene with Nicolas Cage. And then after the plane crashes, uh, they go to like look at uh, Danny Trejo, and his like his arms are chained up, and they're like, "Well, this one's dead." And they just grab his body, but his arms still hanging there. And you're like, "Oh, his arms came That's off." That's true. Um, <laughs> wait, so he was about to sexually assault somebody, and then they found yeah, him the Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage beats him up and then chains him up, oh. and then and then they. His, his arms, arms off. fell off after the plane crashes. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Um, there's a line where Bubba goes. Um, he says, "What are you gonna do now?" And Nick Cage goes, "What do you think I'm gonna do? I'm gonna save the freaking day." <laughs> which I thought was a big line, um, which could pull you out of a movie, but luckily the movie was <laughs> fucking fantastic enough, to, and he did save the day. You mean bonkers? The if, movie if, was bonkers. If it was Set a shitty movie, line. that line wouldn't have worked. But it did, 
He um, looks so where are you putting on your scale? To infinity yeah. and beyond. <laughs> uh, really <laughs> creepy. Like, oh, hey, All motherfucker. Right. <laughs> really creepy scene with Steve and the little girl, which the whole time, like, you're on the edge, like, don't fucking do it. Apparently he didn't, so that's good. Redeeming quality. Uh, they land on the Vegas Strip, um, and then they steal a fire truck with a car chase, uh, and then they go up on the fire hose. Uh, John's crazy, horrific death was pretty good where he got stuck in a thing and the thing oh, fell. Oh, and uh, yeah, John Malkovich. John Malkovich. Like, his head gets crushed by like a rock crusher. He got like a rock crusher, and then money Wait, just spews what? out and starts raining everywhere into the street. I thought the action was great. I so thought where, everything where'd was... where'd you good. put it? I put, I put five stars. Five stars. Wow. It was one. I think it was one of my favorites. Uh, I, I put it right below. I think it's my favorite under Raising Arizona. Um, I gave it the same rating as The Rock. I gave it three and a half stars. It's it's uh, my review was I thought it was a Michael Bay movie for the longest time until actually rewatching and I was like, oh, this is not a Michael Bay movie. Uh, it was ridiculous. Uh, ri- it was ridiculously over the top with uh, crashes, explosions, and violence. I'm not sure why Steve Buscemi's character was even in the movie. Like he didn't really offer anything other than a few no no kind he of didn't like, add he didn't add to anything that they were trying to do at all like I other than a few add. lines of dialogue like a little bit of humor but like you're getting your humor from the serial killer I don't know I mean it was it was I I, I recognize a, it as a classic a but I don't know if I would say it's a I'd say a plus you would put it in a I'd put it saying. in a at best I I agree with the a really I think that, like you know it's it's. It's a great movie, but I think like the fact that it's goofy, it's very Michael Bay esque. I'd be willing to put it in A if we keep it at the first one in A, like the absolute top of the list. Yeah, sure. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I agree. All right. Um, what do you got? I'm gonna keep going through my list chronologically. After The Rock, I watched Next. Nicholas Cage plays a uh, magician in, in Las Vegas. In Las Vegas. Uh, the, where he is a expert magi- magician just because he can see two minutes into the future. And so the whole movie revolves around the fact that he can see two minutes into the future. And so they do a lot of things, but then it also lay- raises like... Uh... Anyways, <laughs> there's a terrorist organization. Just summarizing the plot, there's a terrorist organization. They're going to uh, 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 activate a nuclear bomb in downtown Los Angeles. And so the FBI, who a woman who were uh, Julia Julia Moore, Julia Moore, who's convinced that Nicolas right. Cage can see into the future, is hunting Nicolas Cage down, and he's trying to stay two steps ahead of her. Um, and then Nicolas Cage meets a woman who he Jessica Biel, Jessica Biel, <laughs> the daughter from Seven Heaven, <laughs> meets her, and he pre. Knew he was going to meet her, but he knew pretty knew he was going to meet her months He's, in advance. In months in advance, he saw her at the diner, and even when he got to the diner, though, he couldn't figure out how to approach her. I think that's worth being said. Yeah, and he tries about a million different times in his head, and just ends up being him getting slapped. Anyways, so Nicolas Cage meets this woman, seduces this woman with yes. his two-minute psychic powers. Um, they have sex. <laughs> then, which it's important to note that they had sex. It is. They you jump She's in. like she's like thirty years his senior. I'm sorry. He he meets her in a bar. Is like, oh, I'm trying to get to this place and I can't go. Jerry she's like, Pitt. well, I am heading that way, I guess. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like one of these weird interactions. <laughs> but they do a lot of that, like, and then they fuck, yes. playing around with the the past and present, where they're like, nice, you're <laughs> nice. 
where you're watching him approach a situation in one way, it doesn't work. And then you watch him approach that same situation in a different way, it doesn't work. Then you watch, watch like Groundhog him. Day. Kind of. They, they do st- because it's Yeah, not really but like, the, I mean, you don't really, like, the they don't day. really explore, they explore it a little bit where you like see flashes and you don't really know it's a flash in the cutout, but then you don't really see like the deep one until the end where he's like, there's like a gunfight happening and there's a bunch of ways you can turn and it just shows Nick Cage sitting there and you see 12 versions of him come out and start to like go around the whole wing to explore it. And then he's like, it's this way, (laughs) which to me, the, the whole anyways, girl gets kidnapped, right? Nicholas Cage goes to prevent the girl from getting killed, which he sees happening, prevents it from happening. He, um, kind of teams up with the FBI, is reunited with the girl, gives her a passionate kiss, and they're in downtown L.A. by this point. A nuclear bomb goes off, and he goes, Oh, no. (laughs) I got it wrong. He's like, I got it wrong. (laughs) And then it cuts all the way back to when he's waking up after having sex. Yeah. (laughs) So just that act negates half the movie. Right. So it's almost like you didn't he, need to watch that missed, half of the movie. He missed an instrumental point to a lot of this. I don't know it's if like, I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> we said the FBI agent, like, they saw him in the beginning of the movie, like, stop somebody from killing somebody. And they're like, oh, shit, oh this God. guy can see two minutes into the future. So they follow him around till they have sex, until they can, like, try to get him to. But that whole them. scene where they watch him ha- that happen, and then the security's trying to stop him in the in the uh, the casino, and he's running around, he's doing a lot of things where he ducks down to pick up a cigarette as, like, three security guys run by, or he, right. like, like, like last-minute turns and pretends to play a slot machine as two security guys walk by, and the guy who's, like, watching the monitor is like, he's right behind you, you can't find him, like, what right. are you doing? And then there's a scene that is referred to a couple of points in the movie where he goes into a bathroom, he leans against a wall, and he goes, three, two, one, and an old yeah. man walks in, takes off his fedora, starts washing his yeah. face, Nicolas Cage real smoothly throws away his jacket picks up the old man's fedora steps outside into the hall and then pretends to be interested in a vending right. machine as security swarms into the bathroom and then he walks away and julia moore they beat that old man to death oh, they, 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 didn't give, they didn't give a fuck whether that was nicholas cage or not no there, there's a lot of spots too where he's like matrix like dodging bullets yes. and shit like that but julia moore shows that Security footage and he's just like, see, he's psychic, and <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Um, my review of this movie was: uh, this movie is an interesting concept. Why, why do they always match Nick Cage up with girls completely out of his league? Um, I will say, after writing all that and stuff like that, I was he like, there's. The, I, I said, there's no movie where <laughs> Nick Cage is that hot in. But then I rewatched Ghost Rider, and I was like, okay, he's a fucking stud in that movie. Two minutes the- in, and I'm jacking my hog right there. Dude, <laughs> he's <laughs> ripped, and he actually is like a handsome-looking dude in that movie. And I was like, how does he look right like? Now. Like he, he's got like fucking Brad Pitt looks in that. But in and this it, movie, he's got the goofiest fucking haircut. He doesn't look good. Yeah, he's got the goofiest haircut, which actually he's got the same hair. Haircut. His hair is made out of fire what? in that movie. He compared him to Brad Pitt. Oh, oh, definitely not in this movie. <laughs> he looks like... <laughs> I guess I didn't watch that. He's got the same hair... Okay. Um, he's got the same haircut in this movie as he does in... Bangkok Dangerous. Bangkok Dangerous. And that's why, because I was watching this, I was like, why does he have like a magician's haircut in Bangkok Dangerous? I was like, oh, he was For shooting you, it sir, the same a magician's fucking... haircut. <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, what was the rest of my review? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What so, is a magician's haircut? It's standard. It's cut. just he's yeah, got like, like a super deep widow's peak, and then but then it's like one straight bob. <laughs> like, yo, he was right. He's but the they, king of I told you. They're so. all over the place with with like the uh, I said um, the precognitive mechanic of the film. Uh, is terrible and makes my brain hurt. Yeah. Like I couldn't like not think about this. So because he can only see two minutes into his future. Yeah. So if he's watching the news, so he's limited, only man. he's only seeing the future of what he's watching. But then she's like, "You can see farther into the future." Which like I don't know how she what knows. What news channel is he watching anyway? Because the accuracy on those things. Are- <laughs> Yeah. There's, there's all a lot. I know is in yeah. five five months Donald Trump will be impeached yeah. unfairly. They're like maybe we will turn off Fox News. There's a lot of corny lines. I <laughs> wish made they had a robot part. I, I, there's a lot of corny <laughs> lines. I wish they didn't give him that alludes to the fact that he can see the future. Like, um, like don't do it. Well, I already have. Yeah. And then he like <laughs> like you know what I mean? Shit like that. Or he or before he like kisses Jessica Biel, he goes, "Wow, that was incredible." She's like, what? And he goes, you kiss just this. Like my and it goes, and it goes the in kiss. a kiss. Like, I hated that because that always pulled out. And you're just like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> um, the action is kind of good fun sometimes. The ending is trash because oh. there's really no ending. It's almost set up like there's a sequel about to come, but the movie couldn't make its money back. So they decided to go out in the, in the sequel. All in all, the movie was very much okay. <laughs> and that's because like it, it zips up where he's like oh I fucked up the nuclear bomb like explodes and then it zip up to the thing and then he's like okay I'll help the FBI and then he gets in the car with the FBI and they ride off and then the credits roll yeah. and you're like oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> too so many, there's, there's no ending too many movies get too big like end of the world stakes yeah mm-hmm. I wish the stakes were just like he was gonna be late for dinner or I, I, I would put this but it's very complicated, like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It's better either here or at the front of not great. It's it's not as you know. <laughs> I would say it's unwatchable. You would like say unwatchable. Next, I would feel. Is, what did is, I give it? I gave it a one and a half star. I just I actually gave get it behind any of the characters. I didn't. I two and a half. The dialogue was just garbage, mm-hmm. but I felt like they tried to make it. God bless you. I felt like Gross. they tried to make it uh, like like fun and enjoyable. <laughs> I felt like this was something that they tried. Like it, it felt like they were just trying too much, but it was like a studio notes on studio notes. Yes. And everything was just so Well, they spent a shit so, ton of money on so this. So definitely not better yeah. than Drive Angry. It's, I think it's it's like what happens when dumb people try to make like an artistic film. Yeah, I think it's the worst was for me. thing yeah. on this list. Mm. I think it's the worst movie on the list. Okay, I, I'm I'm okay with unwatchable to be honest with you. Yeah, worst cage film of anything of all time that I watched, <laughs> Left Behind. Oh, oh yes, agreed. Yes, agreed. agreed also, one hundred percent. I that? have more notes on this movie than any of the other notes, and I think it's, it was because it's... I was trying to entertain myself <laughs> by oh by staying like interested in some of the garbage. That's it is it's Jesus propaganda. Jesus so, propaganda. Uh, the, the, the I actually gave it the, two stars, so I didn't even give it the premise lowest. of the film is Nick Cage is a pilot. Also, I just want to say this real quick. This is a remake of a Kirk Cameron movie. Yes, um, it is of a the exact same storyline and exact same everything. It's yeah. almost it started to a off tea. as a book series. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, then it became a Kirk Cameron series. 
there's actually a left behind computer video game. It was a whole massive IP, right? So they tried to bring it back when Nick Cage was desperate for money. Uh, it actually, when did it come out? Like 2014. Yeah, it, 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 mm. it was not even that long ago, like in all honesty. And it is the most abysmal movie. So here's what I, I have I can't believe right 2014 here. is almost 10 years ago. Dude, it's bad. It's a bad <laughs> film. Yeah, it's it, bad. It, of, of all the ten, of, of every movie in the past ten years, it's probably at the bottom of the list. Uh, I it was because Nicolas Cage is a pilot, and the majority of the movie he's in an airplane. For the majority of the Nick Cage stuff, you're just watching him sit, and yeah, yeah he's like doing airplane stuff, but he's just sitting down. So the movie the movie takes place on they the probably airplane, shot like all his saying. stuff in one day. There's a lot of his stuff. That's the issue. Is like no, they didn't because he's like going through, and then he's like he finds his daughter in the airport, and they like Mm. meet, and then she immediately like tries to like they they start macking it with like a report famous reporter dude, and he's like the best dude on the airplane to assist Nick Cage for some reason. Right? Like, oh, I need your help because he's a reporter, and for some reason he knows he can assist with piloting an airplane. Um, to land in an emergency. Um, so. <laughs> so, so here's what you have. So he's he's flying the plane. It's intercut with this lady uh, who's with her son or younger brother or something. Uh, the the movie. Everybody in the movie is awful, unlikable person because the premise is right. all the good people get left get taken to heaven it's the, the rapture movie. you know you know i i don't agree with what you're saying though because they, uh-huh. they're they not all the horrible they the literally rapture? it's only no. the people that go are the no. people that believe in the rapture and believe in god and have them like practicing christians so it's not that all the horrible people disappear it's just all the people that believe in god yeah, and are following christians all the kids are gone i have a note that sounds like earth will become a utopia Right? Some kids no, are pieces of shit. In the James Cameron movie, it's actually like um, I haven't seen. I've only seen the first one, but they eventually part of the rapture is that like then there's like an age of darkness before Jesus's second coming, where there's like a massive war with like demons and shit. Like Earth, Earth gets goes real south. It I'll make through. Jesus come a second time. Wink, wink. So, so had to take my dentures Nicholas out Cage, for that one. Nicholas Cage plays a guy. His name is Rayford Steele. <laughs> Uh, and he is, he's is the biggest piece of shit. Um, yeah, that's what I have. The concept of this is everybody's a piece of shit because all the good people pretty much are gone. But, but that's not true. There's a that's really, there's a saying. really nice Muslim guy on the plane, yeah. but they're like, oh, the piece of shit right. little guy. But, but, but he's there because he, <laughs> because they need to Christian be racist and, and, and because they need to Christian be racist. Propaganda. He's I, wrong. So that's why he's there. I'm, I'm kind of surprised they didn't like have like a Jewish guy there. Like a rabbi being like, why didn't I get well, there's a dwarf Nazi? Yeah. Uh, who is my favorite character? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, yes, He's yes. He's my favorite character in the movie. The yeah, dwarf it's Nazi. the dude from um, Pirates of the Caribbean. It's the little pirate in Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, yeah. So Nicholas Cage actually has a joke in this movie that I wrote down. It's my favorite joke of any of his jokes in any movie. He says, uh, "So a turkey vulture drops two rabbits at the gate, and the stewardess says, I'm sorry, sir.'" Only one carry on. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's yep. right. What a great Nailed joke. It. Well, there's, Nailed there's, I, I the only, joke. the line I wrote was just at the end. <clears throat> Looks like the end of the world. No, not yet. 
this is the only the beginning. It's, just the it's beginning. like right when they get off the plane, because that was my main issue with it. It was like, why are they so concerned about like landing the train once everybody realizes the rapture is happening? It's like we're gonna land and all die anyway. Like, yeah, what the they- fuck's the matter at this point? Uh, are the bodies still? No, the clothes no, just no, flops down. And they do some nowhere. bad That's jump so jump cuts during it. Like at one point, the the, <laughs> the Nicholas Cage don't need the bodies. Nicholas Cage's daughter hugging? is is uh, uh, hugging her little brother because she takes him to the mall. Oh, yeah. and right. she's hugging them, and then all of a sudden, there's this goofy cut, and then she's just holding clothes. his clothes <laughs> yeah. and does like a. Oh, and then looking around like, where'd he go? Yeah. <laughs> it's because the daughter didn't believe in God or something. No, she does. She's actually the best character in the in the thing. She's the she's the one that like kind of brings them all to this realization that they have to be good now. Yeah, that this is their last chance to be good. At right. The end of the movie, no, that's, and that's what that's, that's that was one of my biggest issues with it too. Because like at the very ending, you realize there's no justification for anybody anyway. Like I feel like it may have made the movie a little bit better if there was some justification and like and like redeeming qualities in it. But no, it's just like you're all fucked no matter what. Listen, because listen, you listen. didn't have a little gold tea around your neck. Essentially, yes. Yeah. Listen. Christian, I found this movie extremely yeah. offensive. It is not. It is not like, I'm, I'm an atheist. I also found this offensive. Yeah, I, I'm not sure who the movie is for. To be honest with you, like the movie, it's not. It 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 doesn't make any sense. It doesn't really take a good stance for anybody no. involved. No, like anybody. It's very dumb. The movie yeah. is very stupid. All right, we'll, we'll put it on the back of the line right now. Oh, it's definitely. I it's gave it the, the my worst rating, half a star. Of all these Nicolas Cage movies, wow. and I said the only I gave thing... it two stars. <laughs> really? Wow, you yeah, enjoyed yeah. it. I said the only thing worse than a garbage movie is a garbage movie that actually uh, that that's actually Jesus propaganda. Half a star for the angry dwarf being chucked down an emergency airplane. Well, that, that's why I gave it two stars. <laughs> that's <laughs> that, the, that's the that, only good part. That wow. and and the like. Emergency crash landing and inching within inches of the crash tanker. Oh, uh, yeah, the, yeah. the oil tanker and the beginning blow up uh, of the, the daughter freaking out at the, the, the religious lady asking the reporter in the beginning and her whole rant. They went. Yeah. I thought those were all fun moments. Aside from that, the movie was absolute dog shit. I will put it at the back of the. I think it's. I think, I think we need to give Matt one more or, or whatever we have left because. Yeah, go ahead. Because he's not going to be back next time. So. Mm. Um, I want to hear what what else you got. Yeah, what else you got on your list? Uh, yeah, I have Mandy. Oh boy, are we going to talk about Mandy? Um, I feel like it's a hot take because it is a hot take. Everybody seems to love this fucking movie. I don't know why. I I I went like after I wrote my review, I looked online at like all the other ones, and I was like, why do people love this fucking movie? I understand. I don't get it. The, the the wackiness the weirdness I understand like because even like it felt like even like like prisoners of a ghost land was even like kind of the weird wackiness I don't mind it sometimes but this one was just like slow I think it, it was like, super slow like, it was it was fucking long as shit like for the first 45 minutes of the movie nothing happens they're just chilling in the fucking woods it's boring as shit you have all these glaring purple lens flares that is just like an attempt of being artsy it's like shit that in college and film school we would do and throw over a film like oh look how 
beautiful I'm being. Like, <laughs> this is cool. Let's just throw a naked dude here with his dick out doing, like, he, he does, like, like the Buffalo yeah. Bill, but with his dick out, like, in front of the thing. You know what I mean? The, the like, movie is, 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 it's a hard watch because it's so experimental and artsy and over the top for me. The title screen didn't come until a fucking hour and 15 minutes into the movie, oh. which was a really cool title screen, by the way. I love the text in it. I love everything about, like, Yeah, they the do. Design. They use that, like, heavy metal. Like, yeah, I love fucking the heavy tree, metal shit. I love tree the roots sort of. You know, I probably would have given this more of a better rating if you started the movie. Let's just say the kidnapping happened really quick. You didn't have this weird, like, ritual thing. And it was like a ritual, just like the burning of the... Like, you had him, you just made that part quick, and then you immediately got into the grindhouse aspect of the film. Right. Because the second half of the film wasn't all bad. And I will say that the first half of the, Mm -hmm. the film was a steaming pile of dog shit. I think it was horrible. But once you got into the grindhouse portion of it... But that's the thing, it's not a grindhouse movie. It felt like it for the second. The second half was definitely a grindhouse movie. I it put was, I put Hellraiser meets someone who wants to be Dario Argento. That's what I put, which is exactly that's how I felt it. Yeah, was. it was just like over the top, kind of goofy, yeah, kind of grindhousey, kind of just uh, shock, shocking. I don't know. I put it. I put it. Uh, movie gets a C, but Cage did well. I thought he did well at the end. Uh, so an A. Yeah, the transitions are trash. I put that in here. I was like, I every time I start to get into the movie, I'm pulled right back out by these fucking purple f- blasting filters where you can't see anything, mm. um, and these lens flares that are just so overused. Um, yeah, here I put. I'm 20 minutes into the film and I have no fucking clue what's going on. Um, I can't follow the story. We're just in a cabin right now with these guys like just cuddling or some shit. <laughs> What's with the red sl- red lens flares? A weird cult group kidnaps Nick's girlfriend. So once they do that, I think the later half of that, I think it gets like I don't mind when she's when Nick's like tied up and they do like the burning thing and then you like light the fire under him. I think it gets a little bit more fun there. The first hour is so fucking boring until they get to that point. Um, this movie tries so hard to to be Enter the Void mixed with eighties grindhouse slash art house. Yeah. Um, with the trippiness and red lens flares, but with poor lighting and cinematography, I didn't think it was good. Um, I didn't think the directing was good either. The rugged script, uh, it is extremely distracting and pulls you from whatever story there actually is. Uh, whoever directed this movie needs to go back to film school and figure shit out. Um, I wish I could shit on the acting, but realistically it was probably the best part about the movie since everything else was tough to watch. It was so tough to make it through this movie. Uh, not to mention it was an hour and a, it was an hour too long, clocking in at two hours and 15 minutes. Um, more than halfway through the film is where the artsy stuff is abandoned because it does. It just cuts off like the second half of Full Metal Jacket either for the exact same reason mm. I didn't like this movie because the first half of Full Metal Jacket was awesome, like the boot it's a camp separate shit. Movie. And then you go in and it's like, why you switch from like a very linear, easy to follow movie that's exciting and doing the stuff. Then you go into thing and you have all this weird artsy shit that just like, it's so hard to follow. It's a different mental game. This movie was that for me. Um, yeah, but yeah, halfway through the stuff that's abandoned, 
after the bathroom liquor scene, which is a pretty fun scene, uh, where he's kind of going crazy, the move does the movie does get a lot more fun. So that's why I said the chainsaw battle fight. I mean, oh, yeah. you can't go without mentioning that. That was a fun scene. Yeah, a lot of those like once he freaks out like and goes back to the bathroom to the liquor, I was like, okay, this is getting fun. Finally, <laughs> here we right, go. Right. It just took a while to get there. So that's why it's like kind of bottom of the barrel for me, but it it the it does have a redeeming quality. Yeah. The chainsaw fight. The chain have you seen it? I haven't. No. I I I'd be interested to hear your take on it actually. <laughs> it just seemed like one of those things where it's just like a lot of terrible shit happening to people and like Yeah. I often don't wanna watch that. It doesn't really do that. Or like he's saying, the first hour of the movie, fifty minutes of the movie is like it's everything it's like is people like slow motion. Like, it's slow. It's like shots of like lights on their faces. The conversations as they have are very slim. There's they, there's like a three minute shot of of her just standing in the water, what staring at the camera. Yeah. Like what was the general concept? It was like a cult or something. A cult kidnaps. Like, okay, yeah. So it's a, a revenge film. The quick one. A cult kidnaps Nick Cage girlfriend. They're living a peaceful life in the middle of the woods. They kidnap her. Her um, name is Mandy. And she won't fuck. Yeah, her name's Mandy. They won't. She won't fuck the cult leader who like. It's, per- it's not not also like that. She just won't fuck him. She like is they make her tripping on acid. Oh yeah, they drug her. The they, they drug the shit out of her. And then this guy's a total Charles make. Manson. Puts on his his oh, yeah. own fucking album that he made. Right. He's talking about how he's a god. And right. then she goes. Wait, you made this music? And he goes, "Yes, I did, child." And then she just starts laughing hysterically. Yeah. And then he's like, "As he's we're gonna light her on fire." Right. As he's butt naked in like front of like, her, like in front of everybody. Dick is just yeah, like there's in her like face. with a crew. Like he's yeah. like, "So are you gonna fuck me to my music?" And she just starts like cracking up while he's like, <laughs> and then he's like, "Well, so he kills her." Yeah, so he ties Nick Cage up in like barbed wire to like a th- a thing, and then. He hangs her upside down and sets her on fire in front of him, and then it becomes him, like roiding out, getting drunk, and then fucking going to kill the shit out of all. So of them. there's a three minute shot of the body burning, and then there's a three minute shot of him standing in front of the body right. after it burned, and then there's like it's that's how the movie is. The pacing on it is it's, it's a it's a slow burn. Very but very very. There's slow. a chainsaw <laughs> sword <minutes>. fight. <laughs> there's a chainsaw so sword slow. fight. So. I timed a couple of those shots. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is so fucking long. Her standing in the water was... Um, I would put it pretty low. I, 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 I would be very offended if it was above B. And I would not even put it in B, but I understand. What did you rate it? I want to know how many stars you gave it. I gave it four and a half stars. You gave it four and a half stars? I love this movie. I absolutely love it. Seriously? But I thought this was going to be one of those movies where you and I were going to really disagree on this. But I absolutely love it. I love. Did you know when you're watching, you're like, Mikey ain't going to like this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I knew that. We've talked about movies for so long. But, like, I love heavy metal i love that it was i love that a metallica that, album cover i love that <laughs> what, someone in my favorite genre of metal is like stoner viking metal where it's real slow rhythmatic dun, 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 dun. and i felt like this movie embodies that and you never see and it's a classic revenge movie but you never see a metal movie like when was the last heavy metal movie that came out besides fucking heavy metal in 1980 something 
Uh, I think that was late seventies, but they also made heavy metal two thousand. So just like what did you what did you (laughs) rate it? What what would you put it out of Uh, five stars? Well, just because of the quality of of like the cinematography and stuff, I thought that the 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 coloring in it was overdone. What'd you put? Give uh, me give me the stars. What do you what do you got? (laughs) uh, Yeah, so for Nicolas Cage, I gave him an A because I thought that. It was a good role for okay. him. Uh, but oh, n- uh, this is great, Nicholas Cage, where right. he's freaking out, it's and then you watch the freakouts are great, and then you watch Nicholas Cage yeah. slowly turn into like because there's these these um, the bathroom scene. He has, is, he has is, a the bathroom scene joke is the best scene in the entire movie. The bathroom he takes scene. a big poop. So, so uh, <laughs> knock knock. No, he grabs a bottle and he just starts. I think he's sober in it too, but then he grabs like a bottle after it happens and he just starts chugging. After it. he watches yeah, his yeah, his yeah. wife right. or girlfriend he has- murdered in front of his eyes. And left for dead. Oh, yes, the cocaine right. scene too. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, okay, that was a pretty good scene too, where right. he goes in and drafts and just does a fucking barrel of cocaine and just goes fucking crazy. The, the actually the reason I didn't give it a full five stars is because I think um, they spend a little too much time on the 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 artsy aspect of it. But I do like the visuals, yeah. like that first opening shot where you're just looking at the trees. Yeah, the visuals are nice. Like I don't know. Like again, I liked I liked the shots, but I thought that the color was a little overdone. Uh, I put it on a C. It would have been lower, but I think his knock knock joke was fantastic. Uh, <laughs> if you don't remember, it's knock knock. Who's there? Eric Estrada. Eric Estrada, who? Eric Estrada from Chips. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's incredible. Okay, I, I, I think it's I think it's <laughs> worth mentioning some things that were law that we didn't mention is. Um, there's like a team of like biker people that are like summoned that are pretty much like Hellraiser's cousins. Like they, they explain them as they took bad LSD and then they lost their fucking minds so and now they're dressed as like fucking spiky fucking people. They they look like demons. Hellraiser's they look cousins. Like demons, yeah. biker demons. Yeah, they're biker. Demons. But they're all they're all still like a biker gang. They like kept they back don't together. make sense to the story at all. They, they are <laughs> not magical, even though they it look makes magical. It seem like they're magical, and they even blow into like a. Bone conch, yeah, like a like, ocarina. Yeah, it's like, a, like made out of to bone. summon to summon them, and then yeah, but oh yeah, it they just took bad LSD, so and then Nicholas Cage people. has to work his way through and kill them to get a to bad the batch of meth. Actually, meth, oh, bad man. batch of meth. Um, yeah, they do a bunch of blow. There's a bunch of scene. One of them has a razor dick. Uh, so that's pretty. I missed fun. that scene. <laughs> <laughs> it's the big fat guy that he's fighting, and the guy's trying to stab him with it, and then it goes into the wood, like in between Nicolas right. Cage's legs, and then he slits his throat, and blood just starts pouring out. How long right, is his razor? He fights him in front of the TV. Oh, he's got like a box cutter. Race? It's just like a fucking like, stand box up. cutter for a dick. Solid. No, six no, no. And a half. His his dick's like yeah, like it's a cod piece. A box cutter comes out of the tip of it. No, yeah. Nicholas well, Nick Cage slashes his throat with a box cutter. He slashes his throat with a box cutter, but he's like got like Evil Dead doused in blood. Yes, yeah, it gets does. Evil Dead doused in blood. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of. Oh, man. He does a lot of things with a crossbow. Once mm-hmm. after she's killed, he also forges a battle axe. So that's worth mentioning. That's why the second half of the film is better because he like nothing he happens, and then he's got like, metal. then he's like, I'm gonna get this crossbow, and I'm gonna forge this battle axe, the second it got and I'm gonna metal, I'm gonna battle cool. this dude with the yeah. razor. Dude. Where did he forge a battle axe? There's like I a, don't like fucking know. <laughs> I think it's in the I think it's in the basement of his buddy that was holding on. Who's um um. 
what what's his name? The, the I kept the coals hot for you, brother. <laughs> Throw some metal in there. But Damascus. no, his buddy's holding on to his crossbow, and he's like, "What are you hunting?" He's like, "Hippies." He goes, "I didn't know it was hippie season." And oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but his buddy is the um the the uh, bald black guy from Predator. Oh, yeah. the one who's like <laughs> right. constantly shaving his face. Yeah. Ooh. So so I. I I, those redeeming qualities, since I shit on it so bad, I feel like we're worth mentioning because that's when it does get good. So that, for that reason, I will put it. I will not put it in front of Willie's Wonderland. But if you guys are okay with it, that I know you are. <laughs> that's what. That's that's kind of where I landed with it, just because yeah. it's like it's not. And I think my C is your B. So when I say C on here, yeah. So that, I'm cool with that. I mean, that's better than. <laughs> not good yeah <laughs> i personally think it's a better movie than willie's wonderland i do too but if you guys fight me on this i'm gonna use my thing and push willie's wonderland to a <laughs> i'll do it to drive angry actually i'm just yeah gonna go i will ahead. use my must and put I it mean, on that but i won't now if it stays where it is i'm okay with it i'm actually going to wait until we have more of the list before, yeah because like i think it goes higher up but We'll so see. Just <laughs> because I am here, I yeah. cannot leave without. I'm going to give you one. On I'm going to give you another movie to use, though. I'm going to give you one more movie before we. we... My my uh, must okay. jump ahead movie has to be Drive Angry. You can't move it, right? That Fair was enough. The rule. Yep, that's the rule. Uh, and I'm going to agree that it's not an A++. Looking, you are not going to move that to A. Looking at the list of Raising Arizona and The Rock, and I find it immensely more entertaining than Con Air and Kick-Ass. So I would put it in front of both of those in A. This is your rule. I don't know why you're looking at me. He did put the rule in here. <laughs> he did. And I did tell you that I knew exactly what You can put it. I think my counteractive... I mean, I might use my my one move to move it back down because I but don't know if I can let it. this. I can if I fucking use mine. Oh, oh. oh. I, didn't, I didn't know that was. I didn't know we were just making up that's, rules now. That's yeah. that's <laughs> a harsh move. It's a harsh move, but I'm agreeing to not put it at a plus plus. Because you're gonna put it in front of. You're gonna put Drive Angry in front of Con Air. You, you think you're gonna right win that battle? It. You could put it right behind Con Air. In front of Kickass. In front of Kickass. It's my. We get we get one of these. I'm gonna redirect every hateful email I get straight to you. You'll be surprised how many people. <laughs> you're gonna have to defend this to me. so many. No one's gonna agree with you. They will. No one's gonna be like, oh yeah, it's much better. I mean. You're not seeing the rest of the lineup yet. What's I feel like they're gonna come after you this, for Conair. <laughs> I don't wait for not no. being no. I think they're gonna come after for, me for, for Conair for, for not, not being, being classic. Lower. You think Conair would be yeah. lower? I mean, I I don't remember the film very much, but I always felt like Con there was a Air vibe was a of like people Con talk Air a lot about silly. people movie. talk when when people list Nick Cage, they overrated. say Raising Arizona, they say Conair, and they say Face Off. And those are the first ones they think of. Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I personally I don't think Con Air's. And I loved paid. Con Air. Before I forget, send me some recommendations of those uh, stoner Viking metal bands or whatever you're talking Ooh, about. What's high, high on? Is that your decision though? This is where you're that putting. Was, that's where I want to put that one. So, so I would say for my for my last movie, right? You see, okay. there's one more. You have a choice of awful 
or amazing, in my opinion. I would say try to get it an amazing in there. I think okay. so too. Um, I'm gonna go with Pig. I think it's. Oh, I haven't wrong. seen okay. it. Favorite. I, uh, I want to watch that on the rewatch. I have not watched it. It just yet. moved itself to my favorite Cage movie on the re- seriously on the rewatch. I'm 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 incredible. I've, I've heard mixed things about Pig also. Um, yeah, so I, I said probably his best back. film. Wow, insane shots. He is perfect Where's for this pig? movie. Uh, sadder version of John Wick, but instead of an assassin, really? he mm-hmm. is a chef. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was too enthralled to write anything, and I cried for too long. The movie is an S tier. Uh, I get strong Hemingway Whoa. vibes of the movie, especially in the end. An incredible film. So, yeah, so it's very Hemingway. The movie is essentially about this disgraced or former chef who has moved to the wilderness. I don't think he's disgraced. I think he just abandoned it. He's abandoned it, yeah. right, to, to to live in the woods with his truffle-hunting pig, who, as we watch the movie, we find out revelations. You haven't seen it, so I really don't want to ruin it for you because I feel like it's it's a fun movie, but it's essentially... Kind of like a John Wick. They're not going to kill the pig like in like the way they did in John Wick. So, you know, uh, it's John Wick, it's but here. instead of assassins, it's chefs. There's a weird fight sequence that I think turned a lot of people off from the movie. But it's not even really that, that bad. No, it's so the plot is he's living off the grid right. and he um, he makes his living by hunting for truffles and then he has some rich guy from the city come and buy the truffles who's like a foodie or something like that and then all of a sudden Nicolas Cage wakes up and some people are breaking into his his little shack beat him and then steal the pig and then Nicolas Cage is like I want my pig back so he contacts the guy who buys his truffles and is like you have to take me into the city we got to find this pig and then it's going him going through the sub world of like expensive fine dining and like kind of the seedy underbelly of it. Yeah. There's a, there's a sequence where he does, he goes into the, to an actual like underbelly of like a restaurant. Mm-hmm. The, he's like, he's very much a mountain man in this movie. He is oh. overgrown. He is, looks like just completely disheveled and he's just going into these top of the line, like five star restaurants sitting down and everyone knows them and shitting on their food mm-hmm. just telling them looking at the chef in the face and saying like you, that's nick cage you're making yeah yeah dude so he's uh, he's he's not a chef then he's a he was food a former, chef. former chef so some of these people that he talks to were former employees of his uh i don't know man it it was incredible uh, the, the movie the movie's incredible uh I don't, I don't doubt it. Yeah, yeah. I'd it's not that, even here. Where would you guys put it? A plus plus for me. Seriously, classic. Oh, dude, without a doubt, I think it's his his best acting, best movie. Wow. You would put it at the top of the line of everything. Yeah. Damn. It's not a it's not a comedy by the Coen Brothers, but it's like it's hard to compare mm-hmm. them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but if we're gonna put them both, if I mean, it's all movies, Nick they Cage. They all yeah. exist <laughs> in that category. Whether one is in front of the other, I can't tell because they're so different. All right. What do you? What, I gave it. You have a person. Yeah. I gave it, it four stars. I'd put it easily at the top of of A. Um, and I actually, if we wanted to put it in A plus, I'd put it ahead of The Rock. 
Seriously. Yeah, I mean, I think there's like some issues with the movie that I had with the movie where um, it's a little kind of slow. It turns more into like um, less of because a lot of people have compared it to John Wick, and it is in the sense where he's kind of like you're exploring this world that he used to be a part of, but like Did he used to be an assassin. No, he used to be a chef. Oh. But there's no... Every time you think assassin, just replace it with chef. Just replace it with chef, exactly. So um, his pig gets killed, and he's like, I'm going to... Kidnapped. I'm, and I'm he's just trying to find the pig. cook you a salad. Um, there is a scene, though, where he's <laughs> trying to get information out of some guy, and right. he goes around and collects like a few like key supplies that he needs, and he makes this guy a sandwich. And the guy just starts crying and tells him everything he knows. Yeah. It's it's a strange movie. I Say personally want, think this might it, be a Mandy one for me. No, no, one hundred percent. If you <laughs> didn't like surprised. Mandy, I don't think you're gonna you're gonna dig this. It's a drama. <laughs> it's a, it's a straight drama. Yes, straight drama. There's no action in it. Sometimes you find like there's there's moments where you're watching it and you're like, oh yeah, he's how, about to murder. How everybody does anybody in this say room. I'm yeah, gonna compare doesn't. this to John Wick? There's no action in it. Watch no. it. You'll see. Yeah. It, it, it's the same sort of plot where like a man that used to be part of this world is trying to go back into this world in order to find his truffle pig. Um, but I, I cried so much in that fucking movie. Dude. At the end of that movie. Oh, at the I end? I just cry. Don't spoil it. <laughs> I, I've been wanting to watch this movie since it came out. I just suck at watching movies. <laughs> I got it on the list. Um, where oh, do you so want? It's hot in here. Where do we want to put it now? I'd put it at the top of of great. Yeah, in front of Con Air. I'd put All it. Right. I'd put it behind the rock or in front of the rock. I mean, yeah. If 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 it, if, it, if if within each category there's a ranking system, I would just put it uh, in between the rock and Racing Anza. My only thing it is um, the director. I don't know if you could say. And this is like something, it's a personal thing for me, but like Raising Arizona, you can look at it and be like, Coen Brothers directed this. The Rock, you can tell Michael Bay fucking directed right. that because like the camera's got ADHD. That's what I'm saying about Con Air, Pig, The Rock, all this stuff. They've withstand the helm of time. The first time director, right? I don't know, actually. But I don't know if, if he directed of, of another. Of what? Of like, I think it's the first first feature film. It could oh. be, but I just don't think it really had like a like a style that like stood out from other movies. It was well shot and it was well directed, but like I, I don't know, I didn't see an element in it where I was like, oh, this is like this guy's signature. Right. Which could take a couple Is it gonna it could. rewatchability, all this stuff, is it gonna withstand time? Are are, are people gonna be talking about that? I think they'll always say it's gets keep talk, his best see, role. Get, keep trying to push down Con Air, but Con Air is still one of the most mentioned movies. And when you mention Nick Cage of all time, it is, and it's I an just, old fucking movie. I just think not it's, many. He's done over a hundred movies, and when you mention Nick Cage to anybody, it's the one of the first things they're going to mention. If I say we if we're playing a movie actor game, and I say, "All right, we're going to do," almost everybody in this room is going to have Con Air on that list. If you say, if you say, what's what's the best acted Nick Cage movies. This is in best all around movie. All around he, best he, acted. He's a better movies. actor in it than, Dude, than Con Air. Most he, people would tell it's, you this. It's better Raising made Arizona. than than uh, than Con Air. It's um, better directed in Con, than Con Air. Like they're it's Con so Air to me good, is kind of cheesy and silly. 
I think Con Air is a blockbuster film. <laughs> it is. It is. Pig is fantastic. It's fantastic. It really is a fantastic film. Okay. Well, I haven't seen it, so I can't place it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll i move it once I've placed it, but yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. If you get your opinion, you'll know more about it. Yeah, but I you guys got to you guys gotta place it, it for now. You guys, Between the two of you, above, you guys got to put it somewhere. Above Con Air. Above Con Air. Yeah. Right here? Yeah. Uh, sure. All right, that I'm could be top of a. That could be the bar for. I mean, that's where I'm putting it right. Top now. of great. Top of a, and I think that's all the time we have. We've, man, we've logged 13 movies. So. <laughs> Two <laughs> so, and a half yeah, hours. Yeah, we so we're gonna be. I mean, I, 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 I know we've knocked out a lot of like the greats this one. So I'm hoping that takes a lot of time. Um, I think and a lot of actually, we've actually knocked out a lot of the most debatable ones. So I think that's that says something. I think a lot of the other ones we're going to be able to part rip through. Part one of the eight-part series. It's going to be three. <laughs> it's probably it's going to be three. I think. Probably, yeah. But yeah. I mean, I think once we get into starting and getting into stuff like National Treasure or National Treasure is a quick one. Yeah. You know no what it's debate. about? Yeah. yeah. Trying to steal the Declaration of Independence to get the map on the back. Bam. <laughs> Pay the ghost. Fucking Just go ahead USS and put Indianapolis. That S tier. Uh, we already know. National <laughs> Treasure. A plus plus. National Treasure. Last one of the day. Greatest no, movie he ever. Yeah. I mean, Greatest action. Only ever. second to National Treasure 2. The Book of Secrets. I, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about Army of One and, and, and a lot of that stuff. But, yeah. uh, but I think it was so good. Many. Matt, thank you for joining us course, today. Um, if, if we go into four part, then or maybe three part, <laughs> yeah. I'll bring you back. <laughs> talk about more. Um, I'm glad I can like not watch Nicolas Cage movies for Dude, a few weeks. You have I mean, no you fucking just, clue. Yeah, like, like I'm, 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 I'm like done. committed. Like I'm gonna knock them all out. <laughs> Good get them luck, done. man. But um, I'm gonna try to watch some more. Yeah, Pig definitely. Yeah, Season of the Witch. That's on my list. Uh, so yeah. Um, thanks for coming and giving your opinion on it. When the list is done, I do want you back though, because I think everybody who's on these ones can at least peer and look out of it okay. man that drive angry that's gonna bother <laughs> I me i know that hurts you and i don't know why because it's not a good movie by but any have... means there's no like the acting is all around trash like there's no okay sorry the one good actor is the dude that's sent wow. down from fucking hell uh what's the fuck's his name so uh, who's a good actor in willie's wonderland who was a good actor in that Nick movie? Cage, man. And huh. he's not usually a good actor. That's why huh. I love him in that. He just he like, doesn't give the full Nick Cage range. He's, he's, he's all, he does, though, but without like... talking, which is, <laughs> I think that's even more, just like the elements added to it. Drive Angry was just like, fuck, what is... There was a script for it. So There's one <laughs> scene. It's, it's the fucking, I There's only... There's no script for Willie's Wonderland. I guarantee it. Uh, the script That's why he didn't have any so lines. Good. There is a script. Have you guys watched Moonstruck? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, no, I haven't yet. That's on my list. I lost yes. my hand. I lost my bride. <laughs> yeah. So uh, thank you for joining us. Though you can come back when it's all, and I've used my one to disengage yours. <laughs> but wow. well, no. I mean, I haven't seen yet. I, I said we could each use one one episode, and I haven't decided. Not oh, we to get use one it. one each episode. I, I, I said that, but I'm not going to use one this one just out of principle because I don't want to feel like I'm manipulating the system. So I'm not going to do it. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah. Um. Thank you. We'll of bring course. you back, and you yeah. can all you can look at it when it's finished and <laughs> thank, thank tell you us for what you think. Me. Yeah. yeah. Um. Guys, I'll see you guys all. The next episode we do, we're going to have uh, for part two, um, 
We're going to have one of the guys from the All Bros podcast. Oh, okay. He's also that? been binging Nick Cage movies. What is All Bros podcast? Um, it's a podcast. Uh, is it in the inner circle? Or no, it? they're not actually. They're just buddies of ours. We so should give him the one. list ahead of time so he can kind of see. I'm going to. Yeah. Here, I'll give a screenshot of it like right now so he can be like, these are the ones we've already ranked. Watch everything that's not this. Well, there's also two lists. Oh, yeah. We did Into the Spider-Verse, Renfield, and Pig that aren't. Here. I'm going to make the, my own yeah, for you, the next you, 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 one, yeah. and then we'll be happy to do it. So, yeah, thanks for joining us for the super long episode. Get <laughs> Come back for part two, and then part three.